Options Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Kyron Morrison, and I'm joined by my good friend and stand-in other co-host, Brendan Hill. Yeah, I pop up randomly. You're like the, the guest star. Yeah, ran- like almost never seen in the same place as Joel. Is that suspicious? Don't know. Let well, leave that to yeah, you. Let you decide. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you ever stepped in to join me today because we're actually going to... I talked about this last week with Joel when I mentioned that I'd finished Control. We're actually going to talk about Control a bit today. Probably like full spoilers. But yep. um, I'll figure out something. I'll edit in here, maybe. Like, I'll record how long the spoiler talk goes for when we get to it and let you know in advance if you want to skip it. But otherwise, Brennan, we are days away from PAX. Yeah, it's like real soon. What are you most excited for at PAX Go? I have, honestly, I've tried so hard to not... It's too Get late. Too involved in it's too the late. packs. I know it's too late. I've got, now I find myself really disorganized for packs. <laughs> so I'm like, no. So would you say you're most ex- you think you're most excited about is being organized for packs? Well, I've, I've, I'm really keen to like just rock up. I love the show floor. I love just exploring. It's like shopping, but interesting. Um, Cyberpunk, man. Um, I will make it to one of those demos that yeah, they're doing that's, in, in that's, the theater. I've, I've gone in through the schedule app and I've marked every one of them to remind me. I'm like, I'm going to get to one of these. There's a ch- like, uh, yeah, one of them will be the one. Look, I'm super keen for that. I cannot wait for Cyberpunk. But for everything else, I like PAX for like the the magic of discovery. When you walk past, like particularly in PAX Rising or the Indie Showcase, where you walk past something you've never seen before. There was a game I just found out about today. I'm on the spot now, but I'm going to bring it up. Because again, this is it's exactly yep. what you're talking about. I was scrolling through Twitter and it popped up in my feed. It's a Wasteland slash Fallout-esque RPG sure. set in Australia. <laughs> awesome. It will be at, at PAX. Yep. Um, I'm trying to, I don't think it said the exact location. It just says, oh, at PAX Australia at Booth PR01. Um, yeah, easy to it's remember. It's called Broken Roads. All right, sounds yeah, rad. Like literally, I looked at the trailer. I've looked at screenshots, and yeah, as you can, like, I'm showing you pictures yep. right now. It just looks like wasteland slash old school Fallout. That's in excellent. Australia. I absolutely want to do it because you know we've talked about it before, in particular off the back of um, Borderlands Three. There is something really important. You know, every representation is important uh, in every regard, but sometimes you can't get some what you, you know. You you don't always get someone to mention Carlton in a uh, in a video game. It's true, uh, and it was like I found that so endearing about Fallout pre sequel. Is it just leaned uh, into the sequel? Yeah, sorry, you, that's you get, it. You're yeah. getting your IPs. I'm crossed. getting my IPs crossed. Um, yeah, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, it just leaned into the, the Aussie aspect. And some of it was pretty trite, but some of it was just golden. Look, as far as Borderlands humour goes, like, I, I guess I found that one extra funny because I'm Australian. Yeah, right. Like, I do have to... I, I sometimes wonder how it was re- received internationally. Like, yeah. did they have a different version? Because none of that game would have made sense to them. No, yeah, exactly right. It's, like it's the, mostly gibberish. You can see the international version of the castle where they have to rename all yeah. the car brands. Exactly. The, oh, yeah, so I'm 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 on board for that. That sounds great. I'm yep. gonna go and find it. That is Again. one perfect example of what I'm going to pack. Yeah, for. just like because I mean I, I've said it. I basically said I was, my first stop is Seven Remake, but after that, yeah, maybe after that twice, yeah, then I will go to the packs packs Rising and check it off in your stuff because it is it is great. I just love, I just love walking through that little area and checking out all like just even if I don't play it, yeah, just like standing there and like absorbing some gameplay because again there's there's always way more than you can feasibly play even yeah. especially in the indie section oh yeah like I, I rarely actually get to play the game some of the magic ones i've managed to play is um objects in space 
like seeing that there for the first time and just being like, well, this is brilliant. I'm having you. Um, Orwell, that was really great. I love that. Have you played um, the full version of that yet? Uh, yes, but I haven't finished it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. It's good. Um, uh, Human Simulator, that was great. <laughs> Human Simulator. Which yep. one was that one again? That's the one with the terrifying mouth mechanics and you oh, have to talk. No. Oh, no. And you as a robot as your bits yep. all fall okay. apart. Yep. Yeah. It okay. was, it's pretty solid. Clever yeah. idea. Um, and then, if, you know, you've got Crawl and you've got Dungeon Run, all of those. Dungeon League. Dungeon League. Miss you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some real magic there. And that's why, like, the AAA is great. I haven't, aside from really cyberpunk, uh, I haven't got any huge AAA hanging over me that I'm See, super I'm, keen for. I don't have a gun to him. It's, I'm yeah. not making everyone say 7 Remake. Yeah. It's and just, you know, that's but, just me. <laughs> and this is, this is, and, and it's true because I certainly was not handed an envelope earlier in the week made out of little cut up letters saying, don't queue for seven remakes so I get in one person quicker. That didn't happen. I wonder who said that. Yeah. I don't know. It was specifically about you. But <laughs> other than that, I don't know. I hope I didn't sign over anything because no. that would be really awkward. Um, yeah, no, it's just one of those things where. And the other thing I love about it is it's a great chance, especially for us, to catch up with a bunch of people yeah. we don't see very often. Yeah, I'm super keen for that. I just love getting in there and like obviously all the people we're friends with and then even just the cool new people you just cross paths with and yeah. just run into. It's just such a cool place. You just catch up I with people it. in the queue. Find, like you queue, finally yeah. find something, you know, find something. Queue there. Find out what the person in front of you has been doing. Find out what the person behind you has been doing. Were you queued with me for Monster Hunter? Yes. So you were, and there was a bunch of it. Now they were playing. It was like Street Fighter or something, and we yeah. got really into that. Yes, that's right. And that one jerk, I don't know who he was. I can't remember who he but was. He kept rolling Dal Sim just yeah. over and Ugh. over and over again. I'm like, come on, you got to switch it up, <laughs> mix it up. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll be great. Uh, that's really soon. I have to get from one more day of work still, but you're on leave right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm just playing again, like Untitled Goose Game every day. I know with this toddler, it's so good. Joel, look forward to that. It's great. <laughs> They start hey, walking. Like, you have like, because here's here's the one limitation of Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. You if it, like you if it, it ends within like two and a half hours. Yeah, like you get to play it for at least a few years. Yeah, exactly. I get you know I get to and it gets at, more advanced. So like it has yeah, ramping difficulty. It's it's Alien Isolation, right? It figures, it learns, it finds things out. Yeah, I'm like cool. Well, we all get we're getting all ready. I'm gonna go and get the speaker so we can put on the Bluetooth while you have your bath. Let's go and do that. Step out, step in for one second later, and I'm like, you know, you don't leave running water with the baby or anything. So we didn't have started any of that. Safety first. Glasses and toilet. <laughs> Took four seconds. That's where they go, man. That's where they go. That's where they That's go. Where That's where they go. He's decided. So the little bit of paper popped up under his screen, crossed out <laughs> glasses in the toilet. That job's done. It was a secret one as well. Yeah, like it was a secret objective. Got it by chance. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of games that we've been playing, I think that's a good as ti- good a spot as any to transition into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So, of course, the quest log is where we talk about the games that we have been playing, uh, as indicated by myself at the top of the show. One such game is Control. So, we will probably be talking about spoilers. And I'm only really emphasizing that because I do think if controls a game that you're sort of on the couch going, and at this point, like you've obviously had a few, you've had a few months now. Yeah. And it's sort of like, the game's still sort of interesting to me. Don't listen to this because you should play it. Yeah. You should sit on that interest and then go through it. Like if you read the Wikipedia notes for Twin Peaks before you sit down and watch the series, don't do that. Don't what do, do that. What are you doing? Go on the ride. Because you won't, you won't get it still. Yeah. Don't bother. 
Uh, yeah, it's okay to come out the other side and not get it. Yeah, I think that yeah. I think that's the intent, maybe. Yeah. But... <laughs> hey, we are we are living in a world where Twin Peaks season four is a swirling, and I'm here for it. No one's saying anything, though, but no. I want to believe. I just want to know what year it is. <laughs> one day we'll know, and then, yeah. it'll, then it'll be a different question. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Control. Uh, again, I spoke, I think I spoke briefly about it with Joel, and you may even, you don't remember, because it was a few months, it was a month or so ago now. But uh, for those who are, who at this point have played it, or don't yeah. care, Control was the new game from Remedy, who of course are the makers of the original Max Payne's, Alan Wake, Quantum Break? Yes, Quantum Break it was. I'm yes. thinking Theory, Quantum Limits, Quantum... quantum yeah, I'm thinking of quantum, always... Yeah, Quantum Dreams. No. I, know, I know you said Quantic Dream, which yeah. is obviously a developer. Yeah, so yeah. Um, and yeah, this is their latest game. It's sort of... I don't want to say it's an indie effort, but it's published by 505, so not a huge publisher. It is sort of one that they're sort of striking out with, which is, again, what makes it really exciting. Um, and yeah, it it's it sort of... I would say if you've played Alan Wake and, and even Quantum... Quantum Break, like you have an idea of what to expect from how this game controls. Third person action adventure with cool, weird sci fi elements. <laughs> yeah, he- heavy narrative for a third person shooter. Lots uh, of reading. Lots of reading. Which you'll either love or hate. Yep. And I'm not, one, I'm not a fan of it, but in this one, I couldn't stop. I spoke to another friend earlier in the week and we talked about control uh, and exactly the same thing never reads logs in games like despises audio logs yep. as a form of storytelling it's, which is get, fine but they're overused they yeah now fine. they are yeah now yes. they are in a post bioshock world they yeah. just got abused yeah uh and but however that and also you know really tropey in considering people apparently record all sorts of important yeah. things in that just way really yeah. important things and just leave it laying around yeah. for someone to pick up i don't yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me yep here's a standard four like four minute block of my day where nothing interesting has happened, but so you emphasize with me as a person, I'll leave it here where I certainly won't be murdered by necromorphs. Here is an important story beat. Why'd you record that? I just felt like I should get it down somewhere. Yeah. I Someone see. needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I couldn't stop reading. The yeah, no. And the same, same thing with um, like these other friends that I've spoken to have just been hooked on the concept and just really, just really digging into it. It's really interesting. So uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to start it because... Well, you approach this game. We, I think we experienced this game quite differently because you were, uh, you got to sit in this game and take your time, and you were looking, true. you know, looking, doing, doing the little, doing the little side, like the bureau alerts I that was, pop up and I all was, of that. You to, were experiencing it for Carl Bossman. I was taking a knee. Yeah, you're I was taking... getting into this effort to the Federal Bureau of Control, exploring all these little rooms, reading all the the, the documents, yeah. all the redacted information, and yeah, bureau alerts and all this other stuff. And whereas, conversely, I was just powering through it because I'm like, I've seen enough of this game over your shoulder to know that I really want to play it and I'm sure there's going to be spoilers coming at me somewhere or you are going to want to talk about it so I'm like, <laughs> I need to get this game done. So I was powering through it. Um, and I really enjoyed that way of playing it too. I would have yep. loved um, to take it a bit more leisurely, but had a blast. I mean, an the, absolute blast. What the, what the good thing about this game is that even... When you do finish it, as as weird as we'll talk about how weird I feel like the ending is, uh, like it drops you back in and you can just go back to exploring. Like for example, I pointed out a room to you that you hadn't checked out yet. Yeah. The um, which I guess since we're in spoils, like it's a it's this weird room. It's in the very main hub area, second floor. It's just an office. So see some oh, like yeah. the, some yep. post-it notes. Yeah. If you open that door up, I think you need a. <laughs> do you need a key card for it? I, I think you remember. need a particular yeah. level. Yeah. Uh, you open it up, and you just go in, and it's just a room 
covered in post-it notes and you can find just a little document in there it's just like i can't use this office anymore <laughs> like this post-it note just keeps duplicating so it's just been cordoned off and just abandoned yeah but yeah like just little things like that you can still go back and find them after you finish the game yeah I've got, plenty, I've got plenty of um uh access doors that i hadn't metroidvaniaed my way back to or things that you could fly to get to that i hadn't gone back with with flight once i got it you've got bosses to go fight yeah still? oh geez i do too <laughs> oh that mold thing the mold i say mold one is probably the hardest boss I'd, i haven't gotten so far yeah there is one that i've got a quest for that i haven't beaten yet but mold one is just the bane of my existence yeah <laughs> yeah so i've got some stuff left to do but i've seen all the story um and i think like the majority of the the story related side quests and i think i just have some just got some problems to solve in there yet <laughs> gun problems gun problems uh okay so i guess let's look, look let's just talk about because the story itself is a weird thing to pin down because you've sort of experienced it in a weird way because it's a weird game yeah. like jesse just turns up at his at the bureau looking for a brother and then is the director because the, yeah. so the the um the weapon what's it called how am I blanking it's on this it's the grip the grip Good yeah so basically the grip picks her yeah or or the board or the, chooses well, you the through board. the grip yeah either way yeah. the grip is involved because yeah. like it, yeah so and that's how you become a director and then from there you sort of just assume the tasks of the director like you're you're tracking down these people in each different department, helping them solve problems as you go through the this, this building that's so warped now that it barely resembles an office anymore. Yeah, in some in some places, but clearly still operates as yeah. one, which is my favorite it is. thing. It's great. Is I just love how it's clearly a, like it's a lived-in space, or it's a space that people have converted to, to work in. They've got cubicles, they've yep. got typewriters and printers. Yep. There's clear there's notes around that you find that are just about how you know. Okay, you can't use technology too advanced in this place which is how it is both the you know present day but also you know uses projectors and vacuum yeah. tubes and yeah. all of this because and like and like tape recorders and yeah stuff. tape recorders because it takes time for um this technology to catch up to the building yeah and because well, i think accepted. they're also on some level concerned as well yeah with what the building and like the hiss who are the i guess the antagonists of the game um could do with newer technology yeah um and then, I, I'm not sure how much we probably need to recap. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. I mostly want to talk about, so like, the, I want to talk about the end. Because the ending yep. is the part that just feels weird to me. And I say that as someone who really enjoyed Twin Pink Season 3. Yep. <laughs> just, so basically Jessie's entire purpose of being here is she wants to find her brother. And yes. get back to her brother. How did you feel about, like, I guess the last few encounters? Because... There's two words that summarize why I really love this game. And I think you only really understand them if you played the game. Yeah. And I honestly would have been happy if that was like the last part of the game that had encounters. And then it's the ashtray maze. It was a phenomenal like piece of work. That whole it, that whole scene, that whole scenario. Oh, was, chef's kiss. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. It was obviously a soundtrack. Soundtrack is incredible. Stella. Taking Control is yep. on Spotify and just it's so good. Yeah. I can't stop listening to it. Um, encounter difficulty was balanced, I thought, thought just right because you wanted to keep moving through this area. Mm. Um, and it, like I was constantly pressured but never punished, I felt. Mm. Uh, and even though this map is 
actively transforming around you while you're trying to fight your way through it which is just so good like it was a um, visual feast yeah it was absolutely just, just watching like walls fold in on themselves yeah. and like platforms just open like rise yeah. up from below like, oh, yeah if God. you imagine having a matrix fight through like doctor strange yeah it's basically honestly, that it was phenomenal very very inception like yeah just insane um but i had an absolute blast through that but also because yeah you were con- always able to push forward always able to overcome these these fights to this soundtrack mm. and quickly like spot a new puzzle room and just beautiful visual storytelling yeah. to quickly direct and you where you need to go you it, it basically is, it does walk you through a lot of your skills as well mm. like you start on pretty flat terrain but there are parts where you've got to sort of levitate between platforms yep. the enemies certainly require like shields grabbing projectiles off of them it just sort of it uses your arsenal yeah and it walks you through the whole thing. And it's uh, so good. Yep. So I, I came out of that absolutely stoked yes. with the game. And then, so my, my again, this is probably my only real hang-up. Mm. And I I didn't hate it, really. <laughs> but then you get to where you've got to... Oh, what is it? What is it? What do they call it? The, um... Yeah, the, the, big, the big sphere. Yeah, the, the thing that's basically one with Jesse. Yeah, she calls it Polaris. Polaris, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, they call yeah. it something else. Yeah, they call it something else. But yeah, you go to say Polaris from this sphere which is allegedly being held to contain it. And you have to fight just a tedious amount of enemies gradually climbing up the um the walkways. Mm. If you die, the checkpoint is not super kind. I that was my least favorite part of the game and it was almost straight behind the, the best part of the game. I know. Um, and it's just it just was weird because yeah. and I I really enjoyed the ashtray maze and it was kind of a bummer to have that happen after it. I, I honestly, I think, because there's these, you know, it looks cool. You understand what you've got to do. You got to go and hack, you know, you got to kind of over hack these points uh, while fighting off enemies. And the enemy design keeps mixing it up. The enemy, um, like the encounter design, keeps changing. Um, and then you know you're moving up giant these really large pillars of broken rock or whatever as you move your way around the arena, uh, and they get higher and higher. Which means that not only you know if you die, you have to reclimb your way back up every like and re-trigger like, every step. I think there's about six <sighs> stages or something. I think at like the halfway point there's a checkpoint, but even yeah. then, like the by the time you get to the second half in Canada, they go pretty wild. Yeah. One thing I because honestly I was getting pretty sick of it by the end, so yeah. I was just killing the bare amount of enemies and found out that if you can safely hold square yeah. down, you can just skip the enemies. Yep. But boy, they don't want... The enemies are on you. Yeah, they do not want... So right. I would generally go in and... Um, I, I leveled up the C's ability to capture... To so take over enemies as quickly as I could. So it's my favourite thing in every game. Borderlands, I play Flak. Diablo, <laughs> I play Necromancer. If I can get someone else to do my job for me... Possess. 100% doing that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I would just possess two enemies that I could find that were, you know... Did look like they'd be able to take a, take a bullet for me. Uh, and then while everyone's distracted, just go and hack the point. Everyone explodes. Next part. Yeah. The worst part was going through this entire thing and then falling off an edge because yep. the camera is not perfect for that situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it is a problem, honestly, as soon as... It would have been solved with the floor. Just leave the floor yeah. there, right? Done. Like once, especially, it sucks, especially once you get levitate, right? Yep. Because your instinct once you're falling is to press X to jump, which doesn't work. Like if you're falling in a hole in this game, you're falling. Yeah. But it's just more insulting But when you do try to press X, it goes, oh, you want to float down slowly. You're like... I hate you. Yeah, you just you can hold you, you can hold your altitude to an extent and just sort of look around and just embrace it. Like just, just, just recognize slowly your slowly accept death. Yeah. Just recognize your failure. Yeah. And then then die. The um boss fights against the former were like for me at least, because I, I yeah. you didn't have as much trouble with it, which was good. Um 
But yeah, for me, like I would just constantly forget and fall down a hole. Yeah. Like I think it's in its third or fourth phase when it starts smashing holes. And I'd be like, cool, keep him on the enemy. We're all good. And that's a hole. That's a Dark Souls 2 trap. Yep. That's a uh, old, old Iron King classic. The, the classic the Old special. Iron King. As soon as you come in, you're Z-targeting me and you are strafing to the right. Yep. See you later. Yeah, there's a hole there. We gotcha. <laughs> Visible lava on the left. Where are you going? Invisible lava. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But um, yeah, and I, I just kind of didn't, didn't, didn't gel with me very well. Now, when did, again, this is the encounter that I always forget where it takes place, but you've done it recently, so you might know. The one where you're in, you remember as well, the room that's just red, where you where you were, oh, where were taking yeah. constant damage. Yeah, that's right. There's yeah, the, it's it's before the ashtray maze, I think. Is that because that's when you're initially getting to Dylan, right? Yeah, because... you have to. No, actually, no. It's immediately before I think that the end of the game, isn't it? You have to go through those so it's after you red things and you get to. Yeah, you save Polaris. You go through the red thing, and it's all red well, because of the projector. You save Polaris, but it's empty. Yeah. The thing is empty. So, control, control two, I don't know. There's DLC uh, coming. There better be control two. Um, but you, control you're getting to the projector, right? Yep. The projector that oh, started right. yeah, all yeah, yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So you're going yeah. down the hole and it's all red. The it room's yes. suffused with red, which is the you know the, the game's visual language color for the hiss, um, which is helpful because it's always visual language color for enemies. So <laughs> yeah, just cool. red. Red so bad. Red, red bad. Shoot red. Um, so it's all red. Uh, and it's this, you know, it's it's the walls are glowing red. You can't really make anything out, and the floor's moving. And I could not, could not, like twenty five years of video game experience behind me, could not discern why I was taking damage. <laughs> like whether it was from the floor. I'm like, oh, okay, I can't touch the floor. Then in another area, I'm standing on the floor and not taking damage. I'm like, okay. Then another time, I'm floating, like got my levitate just right for between these areas, taking damage in midair. I'm like, oh, all right, maybe I can't be here. Nope. It's not that. Maybe there's enemies. Could not see anything. See, that's the thing. So that's where that area was tough for me. As I was fighting through it, good God, the enemies blend in. Like, yeah. there were just part- times I'm like, is that an enemy? It is. I can barely see you. What is so it? that Why, must have been what it was. Because I, I didn't even realize yeah. there were enemies in that area. Yeah. There, there, there no... are enemies. They're, yeah. they're just super obscure by just, it's just so drowned in red. Yeah. So if I had known that, if there'd even been sort of one enemy on a wall, going in (laughs) yeah just a hint be like hey there's enemies on the horse i'd be like cool and then i know what to look for Mm. but because i never actually saw one and was just taking damage and the room's bright which you know the red zones are not normally friendly to go to no no. i was like okay something about this room is doing it and i have to figure out what it's a fair assumption like honestly you got through eventually i just got through by trial and error and even (laughs) having done it even having done it until you told me there were enemies i didn't know there were enemies like again i'm not sure because i know they had like I, because when I was as soon as I finished the ashtray maze, yeah, the first thing I did was like I had to Google, like, because in my mind I did that. I'm like, that's the best thing I've done in a video game all year. Am I crazy? So I had to Google it, and, and most yep. people agree, but people actually did have some weird issues with it as well. Yeah, like just because of the nature of how the ashtray maze plays out, they had parts where like walls wouldn't open, enemies yeah. would get stuck behind stuff. So. I'm glad that we both had a flawless experience because yeah, if I, that I had found been really fluid, but yeah. I could easily see yeah. where oh, part yeah. of the maze transforms and you end up on an untraversable side yes. of it. Because if nothing else, control was doing a lot, and that honestly sometimes did work to its detriment. Yeah, which again, in my, in my initial episode where I talked about it, the frame rate's better now with the patches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't seem like it chugged as much. But the weird pause issue was still there, though. You know, I am so much more 
so much happier and more um, forgiving of controls, frame rate issues. Like I'm like, I have no real. It, it chugs. It does on a PS4. It chugs. And but then, on PS5, it's going to go. It's, it's going to be, be beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely, if you're not going to play it on this generation, pick it up at launch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Look out um, for that uh, that cross gen version. Yeah. But that's it. Or you know, if maybe you got a PS4 Pro and it runs amazing. I hear it's a bit better. Well done. If, you, if you've got a PC, then you're probably playing it with like RTX, like ray tracing enabled, and yeah. living the dream. I hear the PC version is immaculate in a lot of ways. But that's it. Like I'm way more forgiving of control than I am of Borderlands 3's menu issues. Yes. Borderlands 3 menu issues slow to an absolute chug for no reason. Not in game. In the menu. In the menu. When you open up your skill menu, like no idea why. You generally, you've got, oh, you've leveled up. You've got a skill point to distribute. Cool, I'll do that. That's going to take you at least five, six seconds. I don't know whether it's for everyone, but on mine, it insists on playing the animation of Flax summoning his pet on the right-hand side of the screen. I mean, when I, when I go to my skill, like every time it's like, Moe's like, oh, here's Moe's. Got to put the Iron Bear there too. I'm like, do we have to though? Could yeah. it just be the skill tree? Yeah, what if I just saw the skill tree? That's all. I, it looks like you only, you, you like, you've got a third of your screen that you had to make up and you're like, well, we'll put your character model there. There you go. And in, really in your current it. skin with yeah. your current weapons. Like, that's great, but I really want to spend a skill point. Yeah, we're getting to it. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's that's the big thing, right? Because when I was and, having... Con- and your weapon menus as well. Yeah, the, so entire menu the entire menu system, system is, is trash. Control, brilliant. Yeah, and that's the thing, because controls issues, like when the frame rate really takes a dive, it's because every area in that game is just ridiculously destructible. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can you can rip a chunk off a wall which you'll visibly see the chunk mm-hmm. out of a wall, throw it at an enemy, they'll explode, and then mm-hmm. like the desks and the files on the desks, the computers, the drawers, the chairs, yep. will just explode everywhere. The most ridiculous thing I did in that game was I had someone, I was just blasting away in a pretty hectic gunfight, gra- went to grab a fire extinguisher or something, I'm like, you, here, go to get that guy, and I'd accidentally yanked another enemy, because you level it up and you can yank enemies. You can yank enemies. Where, either when they're dead and then they're just projectiles. Or, like or if, they're low, yeah, if they're on low enough health, you can grab them and that'll kill them. And then it's a projectile <laughs> and anyway. they're a weapon. Yeah, then they're a weapon. So I just grabbed them, grabbed him up, and then just force pegged him at this uh, this <laughs> ranger on the other side of the arena. And the ranger at the same time had like like leaned back and just chucked this grenade at me. The guy into, hit the grenade in midair, like oh, I reckon two feet from this guy's hand, <laughs> outstretched hand. And the whole, that side of the whole area just oh, went up. There was papers and files. There was phones flying through the air. This whole like little mini office space just disintegrated. Yep. About five guys uh, went down in that, in like subsequent sort of chain explosions because <laughs> there was a couple of those demolitionist guys in there. I was like, that's the best. I'm so happy with that. It's and stunning. It, the fidelity was there for me to n- realize exactly what had happened because I saw the little flashy grenade in the air. I saw the animation, yep. um, which again, hiss a red, but it really helps backlight these guys' movements so you can immediately yeah. read the enemies and see exactly what they're doing. Well, especially because a lot of the environments, because it's an office building, yeah. like, it's a lot of just sterile environments. That, yep. Again, it could have been really boring. But that's why it's so good, right? Because it's just like, it's the ordinary, but... A little, a little, oh, off. a little bit weird. You're like, this is yeah. this is just an office building, yeah. but that ain't normal. Yeah, except this entire section of it over here is just like imploding Lego. Yeah, 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 and yeah. That's if, so that that would sometimes crash a frame rate. Whereas mm. Borderlands, like in actual combat, is mostly okay. Yeah, but the second you open that menu, it just chugs. <laughs> I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, but uh, yes. Oh, so you have the ordinary but weird clocks. 
that aside from Astromage, that was my favorite part of the game. The clock area is The great. clock area. You find, you, you go down to this zone, drop down to this zone, um, and talking to this scientist who's trying to solve this alien mold that's impinging on the area. And I'm like, oh, this is gross. Okay. I can see what this is. This is your, this is your, um, like your biology section where you got to deal with you know plant monsters and stuff. Fair enough. Half Life did it. Everybody does Boy, it. Those yep. those plant monsters are like they, they suck. hit like anything. They hit like trucks and yep. they'll come out of nowhere. Yep. Um, good to see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they they suck. Uh, but going through there and I'm like, oh, this is this is rough. And there's two guards watching her, and the guards are just having a chat. Um, Firstly, you know, when you come in, they're like, well, if you don't have clearance to be here, you shouldn't be here. Actually, you probably just shouldn't be here. <laughs> I'm like, you get, yeah, all right, fair enough. At that point, um, you should just like point at a picture on the wall and go, uh, uh, director. Director. <laughs> Do you see the, the building started to change to recognize <laughs> me? I'm just saying. It's weird, but yeah. it's it's true. It's what's happened. Yeah. And, I, and I, I, I certainly best... didn't scatter like 200 photos of myself through the office building. Mm. Hold this. <laughs> <laughs> but you certainly don't, like, yeah, that's the other thing about the game is some of it's so like... Jesse's story seems almost tautological. Like she's the director because the grip chose her because she's the director. Yeah, and no. you're like, all right, it's I'll just, just the, take your the word snake for it. Eating itself, yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So these good guards are standing there, and then one of them's like, "I hate being on guard here. I hate this so much." And one of them's like, "It's not that weird. It's just mold. You know, you shoot it. <laughs> you shoot the mold monsters. Fair enough." I hate guarding clocks. <laughs> and the guy, the guy's like, "I've never guarded clocks." He's like, "Don't even ask me about clocks." And I'm like, "This sound. What are we talking about? Clocks?" I'm visually, visually picturing all of these like um kingdom heart style areas with just you know giant clocks and the walls are clock faces and there's towers and everything's based on time puzzles and da 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 and then you get you finally eventually get to clocks and it turns out it's this area that, of the building that's been basically condemned shut down everyone evacuated and just closed down because someone's standard boring wooden desk clock started duplicating one day and they're like well okay there's the four of them now <laughs> and next time we come back there's going to be eight uh, or 10 or whatever so we're just going to close it all down pick up all your stuff get out of here before anything else weird happens and they just go and use a different part of the building for their offices you know anyone who's worked in an office can you know relate to that you yeah just, you're moving to floor five now yeah, okay <laughs> guys get your shit um but when, but when you're fighting through there there are doors that have burst open and there's just hundreds of clocks on the ground yeah you fight your way up a stairwell the stairwell is submerged in clocks it's like, like i love um, i love when you find out what's making the clocks yeah because <clears throat> you if you gone because once you i don't think you could do it initially when you didn't have levitate no i haven't actually done okay, that okay there's a boss down there yeah and it's one of the um it's one of the altered items yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like also that's what's doing it and it's just cool little payoffs like that where you get to like you go into that area and you see all the clocks you're like this is really weird and cool but you also get to tie it off yeah because you're a director and yeah, like, and you got to go and fix the problems yeah fix all these problems all these altered items are on the loose and i forget his name the guy in the um in the prison areas, it's like, hey, uh, can you go get these five things? You're like, okay. And you do those and you go back. It's like, can you get these other five as well? You're like, I guess I'm the director. I guess yeah. I'll do all the work. Yeah. I liked him too. He was like, cool. He grew on me, that character. Um, he was and- probably my second or maybe my second favorite. None of them are as good as Emily Pope. No, Emily Pope stand out. She is um, the MVP is, of that game. It's very good that they introduce her so early and you get to touch base with her so often yep. because her capture is beautiful. It's incredible. She's got so much personality. The performance is yep. just really good. And a very, like a proper, for, for you know, what you get from a, hey, I'm here to pass, hand you a bit of lore and your next objective. Yeah. Pretty three-dimensional character yeah, as like, well. A lot of stuff going on with her character and Darling as well, which is mm. interesting. Um, you can... Because yeah, once you finish the game, obviously it drops you back in there. You can actually go talk to everyone post-game and get a bunch yeah. of new dialogue from them, which is just really cool. 
Um, yeah, what was my favorite part with her is when she's talking about, you know, she's talking about all this research she didn't get to do. She can't believe, you know, she got promoted to to senior senior researcher, but she's still not able to have access to all of this all of this um, restricted stuff. And you're thinking, you know, in, in your director brain, you're being like, you know, you're like, I'm the protagonist. I'm going to see all of this. I know. I'm yeah. ju- I just walk into areas and shoot red guys and then yeah. I get to read this secret research that you can't see. Don't worry. You know, it's that's cool. That gives me a little bit, makes mm. me more special. And then she starts talking about like, like, yeah, and the black rock, like it's extra dimensional ore. We don't use, like it doesn't get used for anything aside from shielding altered items. Why aren't we making knives out of it? <laughs> like, what? She's like, yeah, knife slashing, gouging, stabbing, weapons, <laughs> armor, shields, helmets. Like you could do so much stuff with this ore. It's almost impervious. And he's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> All right, I can see why Darling wanted to keep you at arm's yeah, length. Maybe, maybe you were. Have you talked to her post game? Uh, I think I talked to her about you know. Did you promote her? Up. Yes. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that you talk yeah. to her and you're like, okay, by the way, you're promoted. Yeah. You're now like senior researcher or whatever Darling's position was. Like, yeah. It's just it's great. A mer- it is a meritocracy, which is, because yeah, and then in, you know, future control or DLC, hopefully we'll get more Emily Pope. Well, we'll get in DLC in December, which I think is, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's nothing, I think it's just like some new stories, but the big one is mm-hmm. one coming next year. The AWE, the Altered World Events, but uh, if you, if you squint and like, or like blow up the image, you can sure see what looks like someone holding a flashlight in that W. Oh. Alan Wake, heavily referenced in this game, yeah. like constantly. And I was, again, I loved it. Because yeah. Alan Wake is a fantastic game. Really hope now that they that Remedy has the rights again, we'll get a, a remaster on other platforms. Yeah. Just... Or if not, like... Jump on your Xbox One and yeah, go honestly, to your games honestly, PC it. is on solid. P- it's on PC as well. Like, it's just if you again, if you have played Control but not Alan Wake and you like Control, look at Alan Wake. Yeah. Um, if you want something that's even more Twin Peaks, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly just that. <laughs> it's just, just flashlight Twin bright, Peaks, bright falls. Like, yeah. go check out the diner, have lots of coffee. It's just great. Um, and I guess the other thing to talk about in Control is like the pretty limited arsenal. Yes, but the gun's great. I, I th- was not dissatisfied with that at all. Like, when you think about it, like, you unlock a lot of the abilities that you'll be using in combat pretty early on. But because of that, I found by the time, again, when I got to yeah. the Astro Maze, like, I was in in control of basically what I was able to do. Yep. I had picked, I, I basically had a combat style that I liked. Like, I yep. had heaps of mods that I would chuck in, like, jam into my gun so that when I was levitating, they would consume less bullets. Yeah, and like mods that would increase their reloading when I had a shield up, just lots of little things like that, and I just, yeah, I was able to sort of make the game do what I wanted it to do. And see, that's that's completely different to the playstyle I picked up because I used levitate, but I've found myself generally get shredded while I was so in you combat. Felt like such a badass just levitating it with like yeah. the the um, spinner. Yeah, and just and like just machine gunning yeah, people. <laughs> Whereas I would just, I've like this fully upgraded grip, just the basic pistol. And I'm just like, the first two people I see, two headshots, you're working for me. All right. You're hired. There. Yeah, you're hired. I'm you the work, director. You're working with a director now. <laughs> you're working for, you're my PAs. Get it? Okay, you're dead. I'm going to get some more PAs. We go um, through PAs like nothing yeah, else. Yeah, like nothing else. Bear almost never used the shield. It was all dodge, throw, and seize. Like everybody that were, everybody on everybody on full health was going to low health everyone on low health was either working for me or they're going over there the shield um, dropped off later in my playthrough but yeah at the start i just would just use it to sort of just regain bullets yeah especially some of the boss fights like oh yeah, yeah boy. That's a good point. some of those bosses in particular the one where you get levitate i remember being a massive pain in my ass yes he was a huge pain um 
But again, I'm pretty sure for that fight, because he can also spawn um, some of the... He has a set amount of minions that he would bring in. Yeah, and, you know, periodically, I'd just be like, guess what? I've got another offer for you. <laughs> An offer you can't refuse. Yeah, you can't refuse, because you don't actually have dialogue. So yeah, and you're, you're, very, work... you're very weak, and I, I'm just the director. Yeah, you're working for me now, and I want you to... Cool, you're doing it. <laughs> I'm going to be over here behind this pillar. <laughs> regenning my... Well, regenning not, no, my no, health. No regenning. Oh, very uh, deliberate choice is what oh, I like. Yeah. That's right. There was no health regen. It was just came down to you pick up the bits off the ground, the little blue dots. Again, it's a we- it's it's such a video game thing. Yeah. But I think that deliberate choice made the combat way more interesting. Just like you wouldn't, because in any other game, like here's the thing about regen health, it just makes me hide. Yeah. Yeah. This it's- and like with this system, it's like, hey, look. Risk reward. You want health? Kill that guy. Yeah. And he will drop you health. And, and you're then, like, but I'm so nearly dead. It's like, wow. Well, you probably need to make him nearly dead. <laughs> yeah. Or more dead than that. Yeah. Hawaii's see you at the checkpoint. <laughs> yep. Just and then and also you. I'm pretty sure it was that same boss fight where he's just levitating around the arena, raining death on you. But you've killed so many of his minions in the middle that when you're low on health, <laughs> yeah, like, you can just sort of go for a sprint through the middle and just <laughs> just vacuum up all this health and then, yeah, come out the other side even more of a badass than before. Yeah, exactly. And then take a big chunk of rock to the face and, <laughs> and all right. Do another, another sprint. Do another lap. All right, here we go. Yeah, it's just, it's such a satisfying game. Even if I do think the ending was very weird, but got to say, I um, I loved the, the pre-ending ending. Like when you think you've you think you've lost where you get locked in the loop in the office oh yeah that was you, great that was so good just yeah. like hey clean up the coffee cups do a photocopying deliver yeah. mail and you're like okay i've done it all cool coffee cups yeah. mail pho- wait <laughs> did you get the um the dialogue with dylan where he talks to you about his dream because he talks to you basically um I, I had i got through i went through all the dialogue with dylan i could because he was just creeping me out and i'm He's like weird. i like your facial capture and your stutters and stuff and mostly I just want to find and out if you're going to say anything about it. He's, he's, he's a big question mark at the end of the game because yeah. he is in a coma, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Not necessarily dealt with. Um, and I did really like him talking about, like, because he's talking about, he's just like, I had a dream. I had a dream that I was the director um, of the Bureau of Control and you worked there too. And you were the new girl and you only got the job because I was the director and you did all the useful stuff. You got coffee, you've cleaned up the coffee cups, you did photocopying, you delivered mail, and there was always more work to do. Um, it was good. We were happy. Uh, and then, that, yeah, that's where you end up. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you do, and you just loop it. And it's just so... Again, it's one of those things, but just the monotony of it, where you're just yeah. like, this is hell. Yeah. <laughs> this is hell right here. This is yeah. it. You fill your little bar up with coffee cups that you've cleaned yep. up and it gives you the objective completed task. And then it pops up again. And then another one pops <laughs> in the bottom says clean up the coffee cups. And you're like, cool. Work is never done. Yeah. Uh, I do want to do a special shout out because in this area, he's there. He's obviously everywhere else in the game. My second favorite NPC is actually not that guy next to the prison. Yeah. It is, of course, everyone's favorite interdimensional janitor. Oh, yeah. Artie. Artie. Yeah. He, he, the day, he was, he his design just yeah. gave me super David Lynch vibes. Really does very very much. But um, yeah. he's he's a again he's a character that we have a lot of questions about still. Yeah, and you could basically even the people who work there are like, what's with this guy? Yeah, yeah the people <laughs> who work on the back. other side of the ashtray <laughs> maze, and they're they're like, why the hell is the janitor here? How did you get through there? No one's allowed through. You can't get through there unless the director like wishes you to go there. Exactly. And he's just like, nah, just. Put my headphones in. And there's like express directions from the director to not impede his work. Yeah. And you're like, what? What is he? 
I, I kind of want answers of Adam, but him just being I a mystery is so interesting. Yeah. I've kind of like, like internalized the rule that he's the building, but maybe not. Like you could be. Who knows? Like because yeah. that's because I, I can only buy into that because when you go to the um like the very base like the, the yeah. structure like I forget again what it's called, but it's basically those really tall pillars oh, yeah, all yeah. through. Yeah. It's when he's on his vacation. I think yep. <laughs> he's just down there. You're... He's just down, there. and it like in, like projecting that it's Finland or something. Yeah, because yeah. I think that's where he gives you the. Well, that's where he. Yes, he gives you the heads, the yeah, headphones, uh, so that you can get through the ashtray maze yep. on his vacation. <laughs> but um, yeah, that entire area. I think that's potentially. I think that's in the picture of the first DLC. So I reckon we're going back there. Yeah. But um, this is a sort of game where you can just drop a, a DLC expansion and go. Oh, you go to this wing now. Yeah, and it could still be just as interesting because there's just a lot of uh, weird rooms. Like off the top of my head, like how many bosses did you beat? Because there's a couple that I really like, but I'm not sure if I want to talk. Uh, about I them. like I beat all the story ones. Yeah, story ones. Yeah, all the side quests. I haven't beaten Tomasi. Yep. Um, the mold. Um, and I haven't cleaned up all the altered items yet. So all of the extra okay. side ones. You have another boss to beat as well. Okay. In the um, <clears throat> in the mirror room. Oh yeah, that fight yes. is interesting. Yeah, very cool. Uh, I'm a sucker for a good, like a good Darkling fight. A yeah, good, a good mirror yeah. fight. Yeah, and that fight delivers on that. Uh, yeah, it's just such a, it's just a game that I'm gonna remember. I think for a while, and I will. I'm definitely. I don't want to think about just going back to. I'm definitely going back to the DLC. Like yeah. no. No doubts in my mind there. As soon as they're like, hey, the first expansions are available. I'm like, I'm already installed, dudes. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. Let's go. I've got my grip. Yeah. I've got my levitate. <laughs> Let's shoot some hiss. Ready to go. Possess some of those cool, like, orange balls that are good for them. But if you yeah. possess them, they're good for you. Yeah, then they can be my friend. <laughs> yeah. They'll heal you. My pet ball. <laughs> Big glowing puppy. Uh, I Yeah, I had an absolute ball with yeah. control. Anyone who's, like doesn't mind being spoiled to hell and has listened through this and has considered like giving it thinking about giving a shot just give it's, it a shot it's fun like it's, it's just so fun good. um yeah find out about this building find out about this bureau everything like the world is consistent internally all of these games like all of these situations where they say oh there's this secret government like the men in black or you know anything like that my like, question you always ask the real world questions right and the closer you get to the real world or the more you try to integrate it the more absurd some of these questions get like who funds this? Where yeah. do you like? How do you pay your employees? Where does this come from? Like, what do people do when they go home? And it answers nearly every one of those questions, which is fantastic. Not in not in big maudlin exposition to to justify its own existence, but just in like you find a memo from the director, the previous director, just saying, "Look, one of the benefits of being in this building, the building doesn't want to be noticed, and as long as our budget requests are not." you know, exorbitant, that will just be glossed over and yeah. signed off on. No, like, people won't pay attention to it. Just, so, another, just another department. Yeah, we're just another department. So just keep your requests reasonable <laughs> and, in, you know, in, in line with what we really need. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be fine. Yeah. There's a lot of fascinating story stuff that is just... They're sort of touched upon, but never... Again, just enough for you to be like, okay, that's cool. Like, the fact that Dylan... Both Dylan and Jesse are potentials. Like yeah. they're both, yep. they're both. Jesse especially because they have Dylan pretty early on, but um, Jesse they're monitoring for a very large chunk of time. Yeah. Very aware of all of her movements and all that until she finally comes back. They um, also make it quite clear that they didn't want to take her until she was willing to go. Yes. So, like going through that entire area in the very lower floors where they were basically they rebuilt this yes. the, the scenario in your town. 
and like the like Darling being Darling has that recording where he talks about how Jesse destroyed basically all of the slides except for one. Yeah, which is the one that you obviously go through. Just like so many little things, where you're like that's so interesting, but we don't need to have like a half an hour conversation about it. Yeah, just like drop this little piece of information and I'll consume it and chew on it as I'm playing. Yeah. As I'm playing, as I'm going through it. Um, I did really like the altered world event in um, Ordinary. Uh, that you finally find out about, which is what started the whole journey for Jesse yep. and everything. And you spend the whole time asking questions about it and, you know, slowly start picking breadcrumbs and yep. piecing together this. So I was like, wow, this sounds like it was probably a bit rough. Uh, you know, oh, it could have been anything. Okay, we found this. Okay, we got that. Oh, well, there's a note here that says that there's, you know, only this many survivors from this town. Wow, that's interesting. And then when you actually start finding the notes and the transcripts, it's so much worse than I thought it would be. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And yeah, like you get to go down and see their their rebuilding of it, sort yeah. of like in miniature style. Oh, and and the sh- sometimes like in line with that budget, sometimes the departments just don't get the budget for things, and yeah. it's just cardboard cutouts, and it's <laughs> yes. hilarious. They, um, they... Uh, when you're in that room where they're containing one of those weird pulsy things, yeah, and it's just supposed to and it's supposed to be used for like um, uh, astral nought training, just yeah. like, to get you used to what the astral plane it's looks just like. like. Cardboard go, cutouts. It's just cardboard cutouts and balsa wood. Close enough, I guess. <laughs> It's got like the um the the board thing in the roof, which is like a a wooden pyramid. Yeah, still with du- still visible duct <laughs> yeah. tape. It's just like so excellent good. visual storytelling. This game is very good. Uh, I want as many people who who are interested to play it to play it. It's good. Yep, it's, it's very good. Recommend you do. Um, but cool. I anything else you want to talk about? Anything? Any? What anything was, else that really stands out for what's control? What's your favorite room? <laughs> My favorite room. Look, I I loved clocks. It was just clocks so cool. The room that was where you realized just how many clocks there <laughs> yeah. are. Where they're was... just like covered. This is honestly the floor is probably a good like four or five feet deep of clocks. Yep. There are um, doorways blocked up by clocks. <laughs> yeah. I love the uh, the recording that you find from the woman who's researching the furnace, even though she's been told like denied access to research the furnace repeatedly. Uh, and she's just like, no, nobody realizes this furnace is alive. It's like an Amiga level threat that we need to be read. It's alive and it talks. To- what? What's that? Oh, you're hungry. Oh, okay. Well, what do you eat? Well, see if I can get some volunteers. And you just, where's your stuff? Okay, cool. This woman just <laughs> in here just fed people to feeding the- people to the furnace. And like, Artie makes you clear the trash around the furnace. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's fine too. But yeah. you see. When I, I, I like I liked so much of this yeah, game. Yeah, it's just great. Yeah, like, um, I really like again. Even though the process of figuring out the puzzle was trial and error in a lot of ways, but the lock and probability room. Oh, that was rad. With like yeah. the oh man, you can see this is someone. These are this is someone's job, <laughs> and they've got they've got a they're, roulette wheel and it's like they've horseshoes got horseshoes. They've got they, two solutions. Yeah. Well, they've got three solutions, and then they're like, we think this works. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, the horses. One of them, they're like, we don't know if this works. If it's like upside down on this side, we don't know. Just little, the little, like (laughs) everything that people that you think of are like that is like lucky. They've got them scattered around this room. You've got little Newton's cradles. You've got the little the the waving cat. You've got the um uh the golden fish and clovers. Yeah, the clove, four leaf clovers. All of this stuff around, and there's people's job is just like to test all of these things and and roll roulette to see what comes up. It's just great. It's... It was really, really, like, it was just a neat little room, completely optional. Um, I think you just have to go through it for one part of the mission. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's to get you the uh, gold suit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like, didn't like the red room because you know, yeah, couldn't, couldn't tell what was going on there. Um, I was not a huge fan of the, uh, 
the mold drop, but it was very different. So I'll give it that. Like down yeah. when you get down into the mold area. So that's something because that's in an area that you just don't go. You don't have to go there. Yeah. Like you, you have to realize that you can you can float down there slowly with levitate to even think to explore down there because it's it's yep. a big drop. So yep. like when I initially was near there, with before I had levitate, I'm like, oh that's deaf. Yeah. I'm not gonna go down there. When I had levitate, and I was just sort of just spelunking around the building. I'm like, oh, I can float slowly down there. What is this? And you just drop down into this lower part of a building that's just overrun with like vegetation and mold and that. And then there's people down there still working. Yeah. Like, how did you, do you just stay down here? Yeah. There's no way back up. You're like, why? <laughs> why are you still here? You're like, well, I've got work to do. I've got to get rid of the mold. Okay, cool. <laughs> and there's, oh, there's plant monsters. Yep. Yeah. Mold one is, I will, I will get him. Yeah. I, ugh. he's tough. Like, Again, it's a lot of the bosses. What I do appreciate about a lot of the bosses is they're sort of there again. What to do at the end when you sort of have control over how the game plays because the mold is, does require some reflexes. Yeah, with the dodging and the grabbing, like because he has like the the central weak point, which you can throw stuff at. You can shoot. There's a bunch of different ways to actually do damage to it. It's just sort of surviving. Long yeah, because he do that. Yeah, you need a long health bar because he hits hard. Yeah. Um, same thing for the the mirror fight against S S Age. I guess you would say that's a very cool boss fight. Highly recommend tracking down the mirror room. Yeah, I'll go and do that. Giving her giving her a spin. It's just fun. Yeah, I had yeah, I had such a ball with this game. It's very good. I love the altered items. I love like the per- sort of person whose job is just so, just to test the rubber duck, like and figure out you, what it does. Um, did you do the rubber duck? No, I didn't oh, realize man. that it had something so, behind it. I just found notes being like <clears throat> applying current to rubber duck. <clears throat> so, negative. Because like it's one. So once you do the first, you clear for the first lot of altered items for that guy. Yeah, it's one of the second lot he gives you. He's oh, like, okay. He just goes, "Hey, can you go this, this, and this?" I'm like, "Rubber duck. I need to find that rubber duck." Yeah, it's so weird. It's just a weird little rubber duck, and it teleports in front of you. Sometimes it's behind you. And you're like, "This is weird." <laughs> yeah. Just. Though I think those two side quests may be my favorite, just because I remember going through a prison and seeing all those altered items. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I, it's, this is great." And I've read about so many of these, so I know what a lot of them do. Yeah. And then the guys later is like. And it broke out. I'm like, I get to go find them? Yeah. Yes. I'll do it. I'll, do it. <laughs> I'll go like, everywhere. It's like weird Pokemon. Yeah. Better go catch that weird rubber duck. Yep. Um, and yeah, the altered items are a big standout, of yes. course, because that's the main thing about the game more than the characters is that like almost they are characters themselves. Just these items that have weird characteristics, which is the whole purpose for the Bureau to exist. Yep. To lock these things down keep them safe and out of public view and you know sometimes they give you superpowers that sometimes poor, poor guy watching the fridge sometimes a guy gets eaten by a fridge yeah it just happens oh not <laughs> how yep. I want to go no <laughs> no the motel yeah the that motel bridge there's all those doors they can't open yep it's kind of done how to do it yeah because maybe they're not maybe they're not compatible with our reality at all like I swear at one point I was going from the motel and I heard people outside I think. Yeah. I feel like that was... Maybe I'm imagining this, but I feel like... I swear that I heard people, like, trying... Like, knocking on the door, going, yeah. what's up with this motel? Oh, really? I swear... Wow. It, I, I feel like I heard that. Maybe I'm... I hope I'm not imagining it. I'm going to have to Google after this. Yeah. But just, like, little things like that were just so good. Oh, and then you find the... um, I did find logs from... And I didn't put it together until later, because the, the motel doesn't come in until much later. Yeah. I did find logs from um, people, from agents who were putting in their expense reports... Uh, and 
and their expense reports for were for staying in these random shitty motels through up and down yep. the up and down the coast, trying to find places called or like the Ocean View yeah. Motel. And their job is just to stay in shitty motels and yep. see what happens. To see if they can find where this thing actually is. Yeah. Yeah. The motel is so that's that's probably one of my favorite locations just because they're like, look, this is how you open this door. It operates on the rule of threes. Yeah. It'll open this door with this symbol. We don't know how to open the other ones. Yeah. They have different symbols. We don't know how to do it. We're still working on it. <laughs> it's just so good. Uh, I want more control, Remedy, please. I feel like you're le- you're ready to give us more Alan Wake, which I also will take. Yeah, happy with since that. Since he, it seems like he was being tapped as a potential mm. based on the, the uh, documents you find. Just more, please. Yeah, I do. I do love... I do love an intertwined world. Yes, and it, and it and it works. Look at the MCU. It paid yeah. off because that's and I think that's the thing that's really exciting about this because we don't necessarily have to stay in the building now. We don't have to play as Jesse. We oh, that's true. It'd be cool if like we've now established her as the director. Yeah, and she would just was just a character because it would feel because she's real strong now. Yeah, she's real strong. Yeah, <laughs> but like the potential there to just sort of sure we could stay in the building and explore new areas, but for a sequel we could go out on the field, sort of explore yeah. that side of it. Go Maybe. to a, go to another AWE. Yeah, like, even though, even another like does enough do other countries have bureaus of control? Is this just an American thing? Like I don't know. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> it's possibilities. Yeah, this is they could have a lot of fun with this, and yeah, it's just cool seeing Remedy get to do what Remedy loved doing best. Just being weird. Being weird. But um, so that'll probably wrap it for Control. Is there anything else you want to bring that you've been playing? Ah, uh, what have we been playing? After Control, I got back onto because. This house has just gone Final Fantasy nuts in the it's last um, in the last sort of few hours. Every like you know, every time you turn around, something's not actively <laughs> happening. The TV's playing a Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. Don't know why. Don't know what's wrong with it. It's weird. So, it's a, it's, it's like, an it's altered sort of, item of some yeah. kind. Yeah. But my TV just has this thing where sometimes it opens YouTube and plays for seven remake trailers, and I yep. don't know why. Yep. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to stop it, but it just happens. I can see you controller in hand fighting it, trying <laughs> to make it not happen. No, not again. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I guess better it's watch it. Um, so I actually gone back to, and I never really got, I never really waded into the Final Fantasy, um, like in my younger days when they were when they were all the hot shit. I was on the wrong wrong platforms, but I've always respected them. So I've sort of I've actually waded into Final Fantasy twelve on the PS four. Um, it's pretty good. It is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Van kind of sucks. I'm just gonna say, you know, yeah. I'm not sure what he's bringing to the story other than. A face, really. yeah, and thinking he's thinking they shouldn't have to do stuff. Like, it's funny when because so like after twelve came out, obviously there were the Dissidia games, yeah, and it's just so funny. Like you get to the Dissidia, you're like, oh, awesome! Like it's it's basically Smash Brothers for Final Fantasy. Yep. Cloud's here, Sephiroth's here, Squall's here, Ultimacy is here, Vaughn's here. Yeah, Aliska Bromph is here. He's yeah. a, he's actually cool. <laughs> Vaughn, <Yeah. laughs> yeah, like, like couldn't you have at least bought Barsh if you if you got yeah. Bash von Ransenberg. Yeah, why Damascus. would you not? Why would you pick Vaughn? But he's like, yeah, I guess he's meant to be the protagonist. Yeah, and it's weird because he seems to have no connection to the story. Not like, really. He's there's, just a, there. there's a dethroned princess and she's got like, an evil empire. It's Star Wars as hell. It's Star Wars yeah. makes a lot of rings. Yeah. But Japan. And I understand, like, if you look at Star Wars, right, Luke Skywalker doesn't really have much to do with the... the he's got no really skin in the game until such time as... He's he's a Jedi, yeah, right. But during New Hope, you're kind of like, well, okay, you're you're a 
princess of the republic and this is the empire he's sort of like an an interesting set of eyes to get perspective on the story that's happening yeah i don't know why they're keeping keeping varna around honestly i mean mean, he's a helpful shikari white mage now so i can see why but (laughs) your barn my barn is so he's pretty he's a good off tank or main tank because you're you're you are because it's the ps4 version you're playing the zodiac age version which gives you a ridiculous amount of customization over what your characters can in fact do which is great I actually, I don't know what I would be doing. Like, if it was the previous version, I'd be probably, I don't know if I'd be as into it. But I yeah. do really like the way that basically there's, the way I've managed to set it up, uh, there's no real way I can be without heals, which is great. There's no, like, it's just a matter of, well, what do I want to bring to this fight? And then you just pick your party members. Yeah. Um, and for a long time I had, you know, Van, it was always Vaan. And then whoever else I had available, or whoever else I wanted to level up, because I just sort of assumed Final Fantasy rules that you one of one of the characters, your protagonist, is supposed to be in the party. Yep. And then I found out he doesn't have to be. Nope. <laughs> oh boy, he's out. <laughs> Anytime, like yep. it's it, it's such a weird thing because yeah, like you play Final Fantasy games for so long, and you get there and you're like, cool, that, that, this game starts with Vaughn. Yeah. Therefore, Vaughn is the protagonist. He yep. must always be in the party. It's like, oh, you can kick him out anytime you want. This isn't like Cloud Strife or yeah, or I, I guess you can kick Titus out, but. The battle system in, in 10 lets you swap in at any point anyway. Yeah, and I can see why you're following Titus' story, right? Well, he Although said- I have the same question with Titus in 10, because it's like, he's... he's for This girl's a summoner, and she's supposed to defeat this the apocalyptic sin kaiju monster, um, and she's got her sworn guardians with her. She runs into Titus, and he's like, can I come? She's like, yeah, sure. I want you to be my sworn guardian. Okay. See, yeah, that part is weird. I Have you played 10? I've seen the entirety of Tim. Okay, cool. Because, yeah. like, that part is weird. I would have preferred that maybe he was just sort of... I guess I couldn't push it too long because it's... <laughs> I love it in the, in that game. It's taboo because he's not a guardian. Yeah. Yuna's going on this pilgrimage and she has to go to all these temples. And if you go in that into there as, not, as a non-guardian, that is taboo. It's sacrilege. He does it once and they're like, ah, sins, toxins. <laughs> no, he, doesn't, he didn't remember. And then he gets made a guardian, which... I get he couldn't do it more often, but when he hits Luca and you get Auron, and Auron's like, hey, I want to be a guardian. Also, this kid is too. That makes <laughs> way more sense because Auron's the one who you see, you see in Zanakin at the start of the game. Yeah. And he's got a connection to Jack. So that sort of makes sense where he'd be like, hey, you know, I'm going to be your guardian. Only if this kid can be. Then it should happen. But I guess yeah. they couldn't play the guards taboo a couple more times with the other temples he goes to. Yeah. And Don't you go in there. The way, like, yeah, because of how that story plays out, it does... It does. It is Titus' story, ultimately, yeah. and Eunice. But I can see. But Barn, like, Barn is sort of <laughs> accidentally there. But you could have picked up. You could have started the story with Balthier and Fran, done your first part of the heist, gotten into the temp, gotten into the the palace where some dumb street kid in a crop top is trying to steal your treasure that you were there for, and then you all have to escape together. And there's hijinks ensue, and you rescue. Uh, you know, you rescue a, dis- a um, dishonored knight and go and meet a princess and da-da-da. Like, that all starts to make sense. But being playing as this street kid that just sort of falls into this, there's points all the way through where I'm just asking, why are you still here? Like, Why, you, why, why are you still on board with this As all the cutscenes are playing, you're like, look yeah. at all these characters. And Vaughn. And Vaughn. And I guess Vaughn's friend, Pinello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's these two characters that sort of just stick out. Yeah. Vaughn's friend Pinello is only there because Vaughn's there. Exactly. And Vaughn, I don't know why Vaughn's there. Again, and, the only thing I can sort of 
figures that were like, ah, oh, protagonist. Yeah, and the thing is, in JRPGs and animes and stuff have the same rules, is that these people become friends real fast. Oh, real right? quick. Whereas in real world, it would be like, whoa, we got away from that attack. Catch you later. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> I do, well, I do like the... Do they- you have a... Do you need to be... Do you have a curfew? Do I need to get you home? <laughs> You need change for a taxi. I do appreciate that Bolfi is not fully on board with Farm when they first meet. Yeah. It's like, I guess we're stuck with you. Yeah. It's not ideal, but I guess we're stuck with you. Very much like, at least like, it, obviously Bolfi does give the Han Solo vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's the he guy does. off a ship in the companion. Yep. Um, and he's a he's a pirate. Yep. Which is fantastic. Bolfi is probably... He's Bolf, a great character. Bolfi and Barash are yeah. really good. Yeah. They're really good characters. And Gabranth. And Gabranth. I... The actual baddie of twelve is a stinker. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not really sold on him currently. I think um, the he just killed his emperor dad and become the emperor. And I'm oh, like, oh no! Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> um, but not... overall, the the battle system, having a blast with it. At, at where you can set up rules for it's your basically, party and yeah. kind of play Pro- tutorial it. and programming. Yeah, basically. Um, and I had I've had some aha moments because again, I'm not super familiar with the Final Fantasy system, but you're learning it as you go. Where I've I had a couple of aha moments where my I've got my black mage just being like, all right, find your party leader's target. I'll run the party leader. You guys just do what I do. Find your party leader's target. Cast fire on them. Cool, got it. Then you find the party leader's target. The party leader's target. First thing it does is cast reflect on itself, and your black mage just cooks, cooks <laughs> your whole party in three casts before you manage to realize what's going on and be like, oh shit, and like fumble at the controls to turn it off. Uh, where I realized that that was great was when I realized that, okay, now I can put in... All right, if your target has Reflect on it, cast Cure on it. Take that. Uh, and then, But then I was using the Area of Effect Cure spell. So they'd chuck out an Area of Effect Cure. It would reflect off that target, but then also cure its, <laughs> its mates. And I was like, oh, well, all right. Uh, this is sort of not quite win-win. I thought it would hopefully tag everyone, but I've just healed my enemies. But then... I realized that then later on, I forgot to change it and I was fighting undead and cure spells damage undead. I was like, this is perfect. You know what? Cast cure on the party least target. I'm leaving this gambit here. Regardless of whether they got reflect or not, if it reflects, it's good for me. If it doesn't reflect, it's bad for them. But just the way you can just play with the gambit system is yep. just fun. Now, I've really enjoyed like just tweaking little things, just the quality of life stuff. Like, you know, if they're blind, fix it. If that stuff is yeah. the best. Yep. Because there's nothing, like, again, because I'm a... I'm playing through 10 at the moment, and 8, and 7. <laughs> I'm playing a lot. A lot. Of Final Fantasy I'm playing a lot of Final Fantasy, but most, most currently 10. And in any Final Fantasy, there's nothing worse than when a, an enemy just goes, ha-ha, status elements of a party, yep. and you're like, well, my next two turns are just opening my inventory. Yep. Uh, eye drops, echo herbs, yep, yep. all right. It's great, but in 12, it's just yep. like, not nah, automated. Yep. Um, and you end up with, uh, and the Gant, like the Zodiac Age system being able to spec your classes out yeah to i'm getting the stage where their boards are nearly full i've got nearly all of their abilities but i've got um bash is a bushi like a samurai and a knight so he's moving into having heaps of health and heaps of strength and an awesome two-handed sword and then by putting it giving him a particular summon um I've managed to unlock two more squares, which actually gave him a little bit of white magic. So suddenly he's a tank, and periodically he can either heal himself 
or like remove status ailments, That's and he's right. got this massive pool of MP that he never uses. So if it comes down to a clinch, I've got a guy with heaps of health, heaps of magic, and can like as soon as all status ailments yeah. away. So I'm like, all right, well this is your other job. I'll put it <laughs> down the priority list. So if you're not actively stabbing someone, you can do that, and you regain you regain MP when you damage an yep. enemy. You regain MP when you kill an enemy. You re- sweet. I'm just. It's just. The way you get, but it, yeah, but especially the Zodiac Age version, the way it lets you tweak the characters to mm-hmm. be exactly what you want is great. Yeah, the it, flexibility is incredible. the The only problem is the more like with any programming, I guess, the more specific you get with the gambits, the more holes there are in it. Yes, and the so, game the game is there to periodically remind you of that as well. Yeah, with the way certain encounters are designed, or like <clears throat> the areas you're fighting in, stuff like that. With the game, is just like, hey, hey, you paying attention. Yeah, have you just been rolling this area? Because guess what? These guys now silence everyone. <laughs> Are you ready for? That? Oh goddamn! This guy just got cast reverse on. What's reverse do? Well, that's you know, every time you take damage, it heals you, and every time you heal, it damages you. I'm like oh shit! Because my gambit says if you're if I'm under sixty percent of health, cast Kuraga on me. <laughs> yeah. and my white mage just healed me into the floor. <laughs> um, I wasn't looking. One of the encounters that sticks out to me that one is the I think it's the bomb. The, the, the bomb boss where basically it has, he has like either he does it or he's got little em, like minions minions that, that chuck oil on you oh. and then he casts fire and I was like yeah. oil bad Han- yeah. handkerchiefs for everyone handkerchiefs for everyone please <laughs> have a hanky you get a hanky and you get a hanky um I yeah I've really been enjoying it so far it's it's there's something about a JRPG when you've just you're a little bit distracted or you don't really have the energy for it and you can just you're just grinding away. Um, it's fun it's so fun so like and having all these gambits set up means you can i can just find an area that starts off hard and then but it's obviously then with good good um uh xp set your gambits up just right to get keep your people alive and just watch you watch them slowly steadily get better at this grind until suddenly mm. you're just mowing the lawns yeah like so satisfying i've said it so many times to joel i just and I think that's why I'm running three Final Fantasy yeah. at the moment. I just it's so nice to just sink into a JRPG. Like I, I listen to the soundtracks on Spotify sometimes. I'm just like, it's, it's just good. Yeah. This is the sound of like coming home from school. Yeah. Just sitting down, throwing up the PS1 and going, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna grind for, yep. for two hours. Yeah, just just, just can. and you know what? It's it I'm not really committing too much thought to this action right now. But I'm going to feel so good at the next boss when I just stomp him. Yeah. Especially because like, you're doing a lot of the marks as you go. Yeah. Which is interesting because you're just going to... Boy, like I don't remember the last boss of that game being particularly difficult, but you're just going to just walk all over them. I'm keen for that. I'm looking for that. Because again, I like, like making the numbers go up. That's what's kind of funny about 10. It's sort of the opposite. But if you're really doing everything, sure, the last boss is still easy. Like, you're yeah. is a joke. <laughs> just cast Doom on it. Mm. But, um... The stage before that, where you've got to fight all of Unizance, I guess Final Fantasy Ten spoilers, but too bad. Yeah. You've had a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like... Decades. It's just like, <laughs> hey, fight our Aeons. I'm like, but they're really strong. It's like, oh, well, yeah. fight them. <laughs> they're really strong. <laughs> I think I have like nine of them. <laughs> Jesus. One of them is three. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. It's like, wow, maybe you shouldn't have been so diligent. Mm. Uh, yeah, just love me a Final Fantasy. Still have like fifteen Royal Edition like the tab open on my browser. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna buy you. We gotta go back to fourteen. Like, yeah, no, I really fourteen is to. on the. We have it. I think I'm still paying for it. Pretty sure I'm still paying for it. Maybe. And I really enjoy playing it, but I'm just look. Again, we both got a week off off the packs. Yeah, I love a good MMO. I love making numbers go up. So that's um, that's another reason why twelve is good for you because basically yeah. it's like, what if MMO but single player? Oh, does, what's it? 
what's the advantage of that? You're not competing with anyone, and you can pause. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And you don't have to worry about like making your friends. Like, and there's just... no queuing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you don't need to schedule it. You can just do it whenever you got want. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It does come at the expense of story. I think in yep. that game isn't like I don't know. I wasn't super compelled. There are parts I still really Look, like. I'm, I'm enjoying the story so far. I'm I'm genuinely enjoying. The judges, the judges, sweet are amazing. idea. It's just Darth Vader, but hey, they're all they're all micro Darth Vaders. Yeah. <laughs> I love the judges. But it's like because you got Gabran. Gabranf is incredible, and I love you bounced off this because um, I called it out to you the other day. Um, I love that all of the the Empire is just straight up the Empire, right? This mm-hmm. is Star Wars. This story is straight mm-hmm. up Star Wars. The the Empire has giant airship capital ships that are all named like they're named after classic final fantasy summons which means yeah. now they've got espers that are named after different things so you know you unlocked belias i don't know what it is i don't know what that means if you tell me ifrit great but the ifrit they can't call it ifrit because currently ifrit is the name of a of an empire super dreadnought and i'm like but that's cool <laughs> like I yeah, love but it means, named ships. But it means you don't get Bahamut. That's true. Is the Bahamut Bahamut's like some sort of imperial supercarrier? It's a it's a big one. You'll, okay, you'll, good. You'll know I'm when gonna, you get there. I'm but, gonna be stoked. And it's then. cool, but like, it's a tribute. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I be like stoked. Bahamut. With it. Yeah, you, it's you, great. you don't it's get cool. a Bahamut. Mm. I actually haven't done any summons. Although that is the other thing about this. There game. is a summon that is incredible in twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I forget his name, but he's just he's he floats around. And he does damage, but he's like special is a skill called death. Yeah. And he just like snaps his fingers. He goes, not death. Snap. Nice. You're dead. Just, uh, he's a badass. Although the quickenings suck. Like, yeah, as we a did limit discuss breaker, this. Yeah. They're so weird and I don't feel connected to the game They feel at like all. they're not from this game. Because like, like, compared to like the limit breaks in 7 yep. with like clouds on the slash and even Tifa's like yeah. yeah and 10 you've got like Titus Titus has his like various sword ones Auron's got a bunch of cool ones but they all fit right they're using weapons that the characters have using things on them like Auron's got his bottle that he has on his belt yeah. he uses it and some of his limit breaks in in this they just sort of feel like weird like visual showcases yeah it's like look at I'm going to generate two giant balls of black fire and hurl them at you like <laughs> dramatically why ga- like gather purple energy and ko can it or, into or you. if you're boss like punch a hole in the in the reality yeah crack the and like i'm like do yeah, that more you're, often you're a sound you've got a sword you use a sword all the time do you not need that because i can give that to someone else <laughs> if you can like, punch holes in reality just, just do, do that, that. I had to rescue you from prison. <laughs> you were punching slimes and doing yeah. zero damage. How is this a thing? Yeah, and it's just they seem yeah. completely disconnected. They don't match the characters, the frame. They're not explained in game at no. all that I can tell. They're just like, hey, you've unlocked quickenings. <clears throat> get them on your license board and use them on enemies. You and get like, the mist. They're also just weird because like you trigger it and then you're just like you just pressing buttons. Yeah, you don't more. they they make it this visual showcase, but you can't actually watch that because you're desperately trying to watch the bottom corner like, of button? the screen. X. What button is it? Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that. Yeah. And then chaining them together to try and get as many as you can, burn as many as you can in one go. And, and like, just... I guess, like, raw, like, numbers, JRPG talk, they get their job done. I guess so. But I just, I just prefer them when, I just, again, I like the ones that sort of make sense. Yeah. The uh, And the downside of them getting their job done is if you're doing it well, right, you're chaining multiples of these things together to cause maximum damage, burning all of your mischarges, um, whatever else they're used for, I don't know. Uh, to cause as much damage as possible and then uh, if you get above a certain number of chains and periodically you can get an opportunity to recharge so maybe you can use again someone that you've used before Uh, and if you get enough chains together then you get like a big showcase at the end that blows up in 
again, I think as far as I've seen, they all just turn out to be like a big alchemy symbol in space that blasts mm. energy down. But it's boring. It's just, yeah, it doesn't... And if you're doing it well, you're punished by having to wait for more. You're looking at more and more of these things and you have no idea how much damage you're doing because it doesn't give you the numbers to the end. Yeah. Um, give, not... me, give me Omni Slash any day. Yeah. Yep. Significantly. Give me, like... The 10 ones that I've seen, the summons, way better. Summons the are incredible. limit breaks, significantly better. Um, incredible. <clears throat> obviously, sevens are all legendary uh, and iconic, but... Yeah. Even, even eights got some good ones. Uh, even, like... I like it as well when they sort of have interesting mechanics. Like, 7 doesn't have many of these, unfortunately. It's got, like, Tifa's one with her slots and that. Yeah. But, like, 10s and 8s are another one that's coming to mind right now. A lot of them, like, Zell's are just button inputs because he's a, he's a fist. He's, like, a brawler. Yeah. So you have to, like, go across, like, left, right, B. Or, like, up, down, B. Or B, oh, you A. give him little... little like, little fighting game inputs. Sim- yeah, and you get, like... It puts a clock up and it's like, can you do this? And you can just chain together a bunch of those. Yeah. But at least you're doing something. Yeah. And, like... Same for, like, Auron's Limit Break, like, Overdrive's in 10. It's like, he'll do his cool one of animation freeze frame. It's like, press these buttons. You're like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. But I did it, and it's yeah. cool. And then it, and it, also, it also just makes sense, as opposed to what is ultimately just, like, watching the bottom right corner going, square. Yeah. X. <laughs> and I guess, like, that's the sacrifice they probably had to make for you being able to assign any class to any yeah, character. Yeah, true. Right? Which means that the characters then lose some of their character. Because you can't have... You can't have you know, or you shouldn't have Bash punching holes in reality <laughs> when he's a samurai who spent the whole thing um, using his, you know, training with his two-handed sword. I don't know. I mean, the solution there is kind of just to assign jobs, certain ones. But yeah. again, I don't know. Square did what Square did. And honestly, 12 is still very good. It's just, that's just something that, as I was watching you play, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't like quickenings. They're just sort of boring and don't have any context in the world. Yeah, I found that I just wasn't using them um, until, you know, I had particularly giant bosses that I had to fight. Yeah, to like but just then I just kind of resent- numbers on them. Yeah, I just kind of resent them. Because they don't give me numbers. They don't give yeah, me no, any numbers during the, the quickenings. Yeah. 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 Um, otherwise, though, I'm I'm enjoying it. I keep going back to it. I think I'm like 40 hours in or something like that. Here's one thing I will tell you. If you're <laughs> 12 is long. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Because you know what? It's a, it's a game I own. One so. thing I remember about that world is that it is huge. And there's heaps of... Even once you finish a story, there's so many hunts. There's so many marks. And there's a couple of them are some of my favorite fights in Final Fantasy. Yeah, some of them have been... Some of the hunts and the marks have been really challenging and really interesting. Um, I think I got the Death Esper. And he's the one who does... He does uses moves on you based on a multiple of your level when you're fighting like, him. Yeah, So, like, if you're like a him. prime, he can just death you. If you're a... Um, if you're, you know, a multiple of five, he's got this spell. If you're a multiple of four, he's got this spell. It's, a multiple of three. It's sort of like a nod to, like, in um, the older Final Fantasies, a lot of the death spells were, like, death level four, yep. death level three, and it would sort of, yeah, if you were a multiple of that number, it's like, oh, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> Which is not a great way to have a combat work out, but yeah. Um, to, I, I want to see you... I'm curious. I want to know... I, wanna, I want you to fight Yaz and then at the end. I'm curious yeah. what you fight him. But yeah, let me, like... If you get a quest to fight Gilgamesh, yeah. don't do it until I'm present. Oh, okay. That's such a good fight. All right. I really like it. Um, what else have I done? I bought and played Donut County finally. It's great. Yes. Fun. Did you finish it? Did charming. You? I did finish nice. it. I did it's it very in one good. sitting. It's um, a very quick little game. Yeah, it's a quick little game. I really appreciate that, you know, you can play it. I could play it with my controller on the back of the couch with a thumb on the left stick yep. and an X on the yep. X on my little finger um, and just play it like that with um, my son on my hip. 
Um, and he, he was enjoying it as well, but not to the point where I could sit down because um, <laughs> then he would be gone. But I was able to do that. So that was great. I really, also, just... It's just a chill, fun, cute game. Kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Genuinely. The, um, the text messages back and forth with your raccoon oh friend or your other so friends good. That's, and they're genuine too they feel yeah. genuine um, it's like that's that's how people speak yep and your little um, or at least in text and your little, yeah, little, yeah. little duck symbol that you can send you can send like a little tweet duck um, like I... a thumbs up and then they send one back um, oh boy <laughs> yep you can be there for a I while I abused that button um, and it was just it was fun, it, fun yeah. it's fun cute it was short and sweet but it was exactly worth your money um, Donut Candy's great give it a shot Annapurna oh they might be the publisher yeah uh, the developer i think is like a one person or two person it's a very small yep. team but uh very good i think it's available on practically everything now as well yeah yeah switch because i think it came out on xbox, xbox PC, last yeah yeah phones even i'm pretty sure yeah and <laughs> like lots of ways to play donut county very good game yeah I had a blast with it um that's probably about me done that's you done yeah wow thank you for talking control with me yeah no worries i had... really liked it like I've been really sitting, I've been sitting on it for like maybe a month now. It's going. Yeah. Need to talk control. Need to talk about control. Let's go. Oh yeah, control. and what it did remind me of a lot. Control is a show from like 2006. I think it was called The Lost Room, which I'm gonna have to find and rewatch it because uh, yeah, it's literally this guy has a key, finds a key, key opens any door and brings you into this particular motel room. The motel room's full of items that have strange abilities. Um, like for example there's a pen i think there's a pen you can click and it heals a wound just just weird stuff um add to the list of shows add it to the list of shows that we need to watch and currently find time in between 70 hour jrpg like currently i'm going through fringe when i can because again it's just so interesting and weird and cool um and i've added list put on the list but yeah the the lost room if you're if you've liked control See if you can find it. I'm gonna if, go you, on, if you have I'm a copy of it, yeah. let Brendan know. Yeah, I'm going to try and track it down because I've got, I've got the itch again. I'm going to go and find it and watch it. Uh, yeah. Cool. That's me done. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up Quest Logan. We're going to kick over to Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. So, of course, Dope or Nope is our, it's our news game. I, every every time I've done this intro, I'm not falling into the Joel trap where I yep. try to like string all these words together because I know how the, it, it doesn't work for him. It's not yep. going to work for yeah. me. So yeah, it's our news game. Yep. We play our news game and this is how it goes. Uh, it's been, this week's been kind of weird. We, like, it's just, hasn't been a lot of big news, but there's a couple of things that I really think are interesting to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Interest me. Interest you? Yeah. Um, one of them, I'm going to bring this one first because I just think it's really cool. And I think you and I both have similar sentiments about this because even though I know we're both probably going to pick it up, yeah, we haven't really been excited for this until this particular thing happens. Mm-hmm. So the headline is pretty simple, right? New York Comic Con over the weekend, yeah. uh, Crystal Dynamics announced Miss Marvel will be playable in Marvel's Avengers. Yes. So is this yeah. a dope or an That's dope, dope as. Yep, dope okay, thank you. I was like, like you can shut <laughs> me down. So, yeah. um... And so, not only playable, is she the protagonist? Yeah, or? so she is essentially playing the role as a protagonist in this game. So, is of course the... Now just, <laughs> yeah. So, Miss Marvel, of course, is two different people in the comics continuity. Yeah. But it is the Kamala, Kamala Khan. Yeah. Which is honestly the best Miss Marvel, let's be real here. Yeah. Carol Danvers went on to Green and Pastures. Um, but yeah, so she will be taking the role as essentially like the, the driving force of the Avengers in this game. Yeah. 
which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I was sort of, I don't know, the Avengers I was looking at, I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough, Square Enix. I can't believe you've had this license forever and this is what you're doing. This is what you're finally doing with it. Games as a service. I don't know. What are you doing? But then I saw this trailer and I was back in. Yep. Yep. So I, I, I think I said this to you as well, but like one of the big things to me that I think helps this is as soon as they showed that first Avengers trailer and they're like, it's got Black Widow and yep. Hulk and Iron Man and Thor. And like, so it's just, so it's just the, the Avengers. Avengers again. But like weird off-brand Avengers. Yeah. The like, Avengers light. Yeah. But Camilla Khan brings something new because she like, she doesn't have an MCU equivalent or like, yeah. a, like she's got a TV show coming up and yep. she will be in movies, but it just, she feels sort of fresh, I think, for a, and it recontextualizes game. the game you're playing, right? Because yes. now, you, now, now I'm looking at a game that has Kamala Khan in it, as, as and, like and features these other, and also has these other Avengers. And I'm yeah. like, well, cool. You can be in that game, this game, and look different because it's a different game. Yeah, and she's the one trying to bring them back together. Yep, because they they uh, they cause this inhuman thing that's happened to her, given her like this weird polymorphing, shape shifting ability. Sweet superpowers, I think, is the technical term. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, she given a sweet superpowers. She. <laughs> yeah. Embiggen. Yeah, Embiggen. Embiggen is a, is a catchphrase you'll a hear a lot. noble spirit, Embiggen's the smallest man. <laughs> but yeah, I just... I, I think it was just a it's a good turnaround because I have been pretty flat on this game despite yep. desperately just looking for Marvel to consume, right? Yep. MCU's been going strong, but like after Spider-Man, we had a bit of a break, so I picked up a couple of Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel comic like omnibuses. Yep. I've just been devouring those. I'm like, give me more Marvel. Yeah. And then this game's like, I'm more Marvel. And I sort yeah, of just sort of shrugged. I'm like, eh, you are, I guess. But Ultimate Alliance is more tempting, really. Yep. Uh, but, you know, Camilla, Kamala Khan's come through and the, the footage looks good. Her trailer was actually, again, it got me interested. Yep. There's something there for me to latch on to now. Not now just there's like, something new and different and something oh, to... The Avengers have been set up. Oh, Steve Rogers is dead. I'm like, he's not dead, he's though. Seriously no not one's dead. falling for this. They've got a playable character model of him. Yeah, he's got a voice actor. Yeah. Like, you go to their YouTube channel, it's got like, all the character profiles. He's there. Here's yep. Steve Rogers fighting. I'm not falling for this. <laughs> Crystal Dynamics, I'm, we're not this dumb. Flashback tutorial missions. <laughs> God. But uh, it's... I'm really... Because this, this game comes out next May. It's playable this weekend at PAX. I'd love to try to play it. Yeah. It's yep. super... Like, it's one of... Even though I've kind of shrugged my shoulders at it, I'm still just curious about how it actually works. Yeah, and that's actually a really good point. That is something that I will try mm. to get to. Because like they they finally showed gameplay two weeks ago, and I was like, okay, that sort of looks like a game, but how do you control it? Yeah, because yeah, it looks like a game, but it also looks they're trying to go extra cinematic, and I have mm. no idea how you actually because it, it feels super on rails, and <laughs> yeah. I just don't know how that. I'm not. I'm curious. Yeah, so I'm I'm keen. Yeah, I'm keen for the for to give it a shot this weekend. I know that that. that, that Miss Marvel was playable at New York Comic Con. Yeah, I dare to dream that we get that demo. But oh, <laughs> I don't know why they'd make a second demo for Australia. <laughs> well, I'm just give us the old crummy one where you just play yeah. as the other Avengers. Yeah. It's like oh, the same one that the one that they previewed at E3. Yeah, but we watched the footage for and was like eh, shrug. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the first thing that popped up. That was it's been running through my mind constantly as I'm trying to get excited. Just really keen to see who else they announce. Like we've had the the, the Ant Man drop. Yeah. It's for Hank Pym, Ant-Man, not Scott Lang. Okay. Um, we know, right, we know that Captain Marvel exists because yeah. in the trailer of it, because people, Kamala Khan sort of appeared, 
people didn't know for sure, but they looked at the particular model like, is that Miss Marvel? Is that Camilla Khan? And yeah. she's in a Captain Marvel shirt. So yeah. like, Captain Marvel exists. So Captain Marvel exists in that universe. But I think it's too soon to bring her in here. Yeah. As much as I would love for her to be there, I'm just like, just solo the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, I'm excited to see what other characters they add. I hope they do keep with the sort of, not that she's a weird character, but just go to different places. Yeah. Rather than Probably this... not going to see Spider-Man, right? No, I would say no. Probably not. Which is, yeah. He's uh, in Insomniac. He's in Insomniac. <laughs> Owned by Sony. Yeah. Well, he was, he was in Ultimate Alliance. So... He, is, he is your best chance, right? And people would hate it, right? He was exclusive Because to Sony. Sony does have yeah. a deal. <laughs> yeah. It would be super grimy, and I'd be feeling gross. Play Spider-Man first for 12 months on PS4, yeah. like your Spec Ops mode. Ugh. Ugh. It'd be gross, but it's not impossible because of that content deal. Yeah. Given the, given those options, I'd prefer no Spider-Man. I know, and I'll right? just hold out for a new Insomniac Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. yep. it's coming like a freight train. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, yeah, so that's the first one. Bring on Miss Marvel. Let's go. Finally, I'm excited for the Avengers game. Yeah. It had to happen All eventually. You, yep. All you had to do was show us what the game actually was. Yeah, and give us something different. Yep. That didn't feel like, yeah, like yep. black and gold. Yeah. <laughs> black and gold Avengers. Uh, so the next one is more of a, it's an announcement and some rumors some rumors about rockstar yep so obviously <clears throat> like the other week i believe like rockstar launched their their pc launcher yeah which of course everyone was like huh so this means red dead is coming to pc right yeah oh brennan guess what red dead 2 is coming to pc holy oh my god oh jeez, oh, we're so surprised everyone's shocked it was only like recently reclassified by the the classifications board in australia yeah um but yeah, so that's the headline. But there's a couple of other little little bits. Yep. You have to. All right, news. Uh, currently, I'm a nope on this. That's but... fine. That's fine. Yep. Honestly, it can be summarized pretty quickly. Yep. Uh I think it's dope. But here's here's for here's for the rundown. Yeah. So the launcher came out, and Red Dead Two will be coming out on November fifth. Don't worry, Rockstar aren't complete idiots, and you'll be able to buy it on Steam in December. So yep. none of this exclusivity stuff. Yeah. They're going to make you... Like, you only have to use their launcher in November if you want to play it early. Yeah. If you can continue waiting, which honestly, you've already waited a year you at this point. already waited a year. Yeah. Like, just wait till December. Uh, but the, the other interesting thing that I'll just quickly throw in here is there was some chatter today from, from sources at Rockstar. Yeah, I've got a, a... There's a VGC report posted here by uh, Eurogamer. So Bully 2 did exist, but it didn't get off the ground. Never, never really sort of eventuated, which is interesting because I don't know, man. The rumors were so sure. Yeah, everything was like, "Hey, Bully Two is coming." It's basically confirmed, and now it sounds like uh, didn't work. It existed and was playable, but it just never got off the ground. Yeah, see, part the first part of me is immediately just like, "Yeah, I mean, you couldn't really do it again because what are you just doing? Different kid, different school. Yes, same thing over <laughs> again." And then my brain's like, "Yeah, because they only made one GTA." <laughs> yeah, there was only one Harry Potter movie, you know what I mean? You can't you can't set something in a school twice. You can't just be a different character in a different city. Yeah, doing, don't be ridiculous. Having, having slightly better graphics and <laughs> doing like you know slightly more. No, um, it's not possible. Yeah. More, uh, you know, agenda around the world. Yeah. yeah, no. So yeah, that's 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 the Rockstar news there. So if you yeah, Red Dead Two on PC, I am terrified to think of the machines to run that, but I'm also excited to see how good it will look yeah, on that's those the main thing. high-end PCs. Yep. 
People are going to mod it like crazy. You're going to be able to pull that 4K, 4K oh, gameplay down on YouTube and just look at like, how the other half lives. I still look at trailers on the PS4 and I still don't know how that game runs. Yep. It's gorgeous. It's, it's a stunning game. Rockstar are wizards. Yep. <clears throat> so, we've got another... Borderlands snuck in here. Yeah. Snuck in here with some yeah. news. Of, um, we've got some... So Troy Baker's been talking, yeah, obviously about the whole. As he does, that's his job. Yeah, right? his yeah. voice is his job. Yep. Um, the headline is pretty simple, honestly. Troy Baker has gone on a record, basically stating that he didn't voice voice Reese in Borderlands Three because Gearbox wouldn't go union. See, that's important news. Let me give it a note because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So it does get a reaction that's from fair. me. It is. It is honestly like it sucks. Yeah, and that's that's why we didn't get the race that we know and love. Yep. See, he so, he did such a good job in uh, Tales from the Borderlands. He was so good. He was so good. Um, but again, this is just like this is typical, right? This yeah. is Unionization. This is Gearbox. Um, they just didn't want to pay, I guess. Yeah. It just it's just a bummer. Yeah. Because yeah, he yeah. To not not don't, they just don't want to go union. There is a lot. There's extensive quotes here from Gearbox, um, just passing it. Nothing sort of stands out. It's just sort yeah. of Gearbox going, ah, look, like Troy is an exceptional talent, and we were disappointed that he declined to partner with us on Borderlands Three after being offered the part. So he was offered the part, but obviously it was offered outside of union rules. Yeah, yeah. which means that, that that's not going to fly for any union. Yeah, and that's the whole point of unions. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah, fair Especially enough. after voice actors fought so hard to to they finally get a union, they, and they're disappointed that he didn't go that, scab. Oh, I guess he didn't want to scab. Yeah, Ooh, just, that's <sighs> sad. Your fans could have had it if only he break the union that they just got. Yeah, but um, so there you go. That's that's sort of a follow up on because but. It was. It's been. It was a mess when it first came out that he wasn't coming back to voice reason. We've sort of. At least we know why now. Yeah, and from, make, from both makes, sides, like it makes it, perfect sense. It and, does. And I, you know, I don't have any sympathy for. I don't blame Troy for it. No, nope. I've got no sympathy Absolutely. for Gearbox. Nope. Uh, I, I do. Res- I do respect Troy for because it must have been hard because. Yeah. It was. It was. I mean, I don't know how early on his because I don't know. I don't. Mm. Think, I think Tails was super early in his career, but I just remember it bit him Reese being a character. Like, honestly, probably the first Borderlands character I genuinely was in, I liked. Yeah. Yep. Like, Reese and Fiona. Yep. Great characters. And the, um, they had Kronk as the voice actor for, um, his, his, his work nemesis. Yeah, his, oh my God. Tales from Borderlands is so good. If you don't own it, get it before it disappears. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a victim of, like, Telltale. I know, I know Telltale's sort of back, but not really. If you can get it, get it, because it's. It's yep. honestly the best Borderlands story out there. It's so fun. That's absolutely one of the best Telltale games as well. <clears throat> absolutely. Like, yeah. easily. Uh, so I've got one more thing. Yeah. And this one is... I don't even know what to say about it, but talk about how weird it is. So, Shorten Layden is leaving PlayStation. Hmm. Now, again... It's just... Some headline that some headlines say after 32 yeah, years. Yeah, that's how long he's been there for. Wow. And it, it does, I mean, all right. I guess you can. It, it does add more context to how weird this whole situation is. Yeah. 32 years. 32 years. I mean, I guess he can do something else. Maybe he wants to play soccer. I don't I mean, know. Maybe, like, but it's just... What we got? I haven't doped it yet. Oh. Uh, look, I'll dope that. You'll dope that's, it? That's you're, interesting, you're, and he's allowed. You'll throw me a breadcrumb? Yeah. 
I'll dope that news because you know what? It's it's going to be important for the industry, and I think Sean's earned himself a break. Sean Layden has been connected to a lot of my favorite things, including. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't think he was the seven remake guy, but he was the E three of dreams. Yeah. He was the one that the came E3 out. E three of dreams. He was yes. the, the second E three of dreams. He was the one who came out in front of the God of War orchestra. Yeah. yeah. And was just basically like, everyone should try that once. Yeah. <laughs> he was a cool guy. Yeah. He said bets on how long he would put his hands together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's so strange what happened because he he's tweeted I think since or like retweeted some stuff, but what we got basically was a tweet. Yeah. But he was leaving. Yeah. And that was really it. Like, he, he didn't say anything. No one else said anything. It was just a tweet from Sony on their, like, official social media pages. Going like, just, it is with great emotion that we announced that Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden will be departing SIE. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. And that was sort of just it. Where do you go from there? I don't know. And, like, I mean, maybe it's not fair to compare it, but I remember when Reggie was stepping down from yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Boy, we got, like, a couple of months' notice. Yeah. Like, we knew he was replacing him. Yeah. We is... had plenty of time to get the Bowser jokes out of yeah. your system. Except like, we'll never be, never free, be of free of them. We'll never be free of them. I made one right now. Yeah. Yeah. They're always going to be there. But, um... And there's been plenty of talk about shuffling going on at PlayStation, so it could be that simply maybe his role stopped existing. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird, but it's just strange if this is all we got. Like, 32 years he's been with them. <laughs> yeah. And we got a I tweet. mean, I'm sure he could very well promote himself to retirement. It's true. Um, like, honestly, maybe... I have seen people and... Like, maybe he just wanted it to be a low-key departure. Yeah. It's like, just don't make a big deal of it. I'm just a exec. I'm just moving. I'm just doing yeah. something else. I don't know. It's just strange. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. 30 years. Oh, well. Maybe we <laughs> might find out five years in a track in, like, his tell-all book that something yeah. happened. I don't know, yeah. but... It's just odd to me. He was part of a complex tontine of, <laughs> especially well, assassination attempts within the company. Because PlayStation doesn't have many like faces. You know how like Nintendo's got well, now. It's got Doug Bowser. It's yep. got Kozami, Kozumi. Yeah, oh, I mean they had CEO Kazurai. I miss Kazurai. I miss Kazurai. I miss, as a, well. I miss the Kazurai parody account. Yep. They had um, oh, what's his name? He, I think he's with. Maybe he's with EA now. Is it Phil Harrison? Yeah. Like the bald guy? Mm-hmm. I remember him from Rat Bad E3. Oh, oh, boy. Like, they've had person, but I, I feel like Sean Lane was the one that people were like, this guy's cool. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. So I don't know. He's very, he's like, he's, I'll miss he's a trustworthy sort of face. Like, he's very, he, he was very personable. Seemed, yeah. Seemed to speak straight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I obviously wish him all the best, but I just want to know more. Yeah. <laughs> I miss you, Sean. <laughs> Um, but honestly, Come that's back, all... Tell me more of my favorite games yeah. coming out. What else is... How many parts is the 7 Remake going to be? I don't yeah. care. Just tell yeah. me. When do I get them? <laughs> Can I have one now? Will I like them, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly, that's all the news I've really got. Just something... It's not... Like I said, we're sort of in a weird period. We're about to go to PAX, so the next few episodes are going to be full of so much God knows what, but who knows. Uh, is there anything else you want to bring up? Anyone uh, want to talk about? Do you want to? Do you want to touch on that Blizzard player? That's a really that happened very recently. I might. I want to pull something up though for that, just so. I mean, we're not you know, sponsored by Tencent or anything. Not that I know of. I mean, we'll find out pretty we'll soon. Find out pretty soon. Because <laughs> this is odd. And a little bit concerning. And it's caught on a lot of mainstream media now. Yep. 
So I'm gonna try. I mean, obviously, this is a weird one because it's it's exact. It's definitely a, a nope, but yep. it's a dope because to talk about it really. Yeah. Um. So where do we start with this? Well, so okay. A blizz a, a um a Hearthstone player recently won the Grandmaster tournament. I'm not sure where it was held, but. I don't. I don't want to pronounce that name wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's it. well. Hang on. There's his gamer tag. Oh, Blitzchung. Ga- yeah, well, but Blitzchung was the gamer tag I was looking yep. for. But um, yeah. So Blitzchung is his is his gamer tag. But basically, he won this huge grandmaster tournament. Big deal. Yeah, I'm sure. One like a ten. It sounds like it was ten thousand dollars that he won, yep. which he now doesn't have anymore. Uh, because during an interview after his victory. I'm trying to find the exact quote. Like, why is it not more readily available? From memory, it was along the lines of Hong Kong, the revolution of our times. Yeah, it was along those lines. I, I really would like to get it right, though. <laughs> I, I definitely have it pulled up on my Twitter account, so I'll just take a second for the sake of getting it correct. Here we go. So, the exact quote... But he said during his interview was liberate Hong Kong revolution of our age. So he said that and the commentators, as he was saying it, ducked their heads down. In response, Blizzard has, first of all, they banned him for a year from Half Stone. Uh, They rescinded his prize money. Yeah. So that's his $10,000 gone. Yeah. What else happened to him? I think those are the two things happened to him. But then also... They they fired the two commentators, who, as far as everyone can tell, had no idea what was about to happen. I assume that's why they sort of duck and cover when he says it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but they're fired too now. And it's just to offer offer heels of the NBA stuff. Yeah, boy, that's a mess. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, honestly, if you, like the super cynical business senses, of course they had to do this, but. I don't know. Like it's one, Blizzard's one of those companies that I, I like to think are better. Yeah, but then again, you know, Activision you, you, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard. You follow the money. Yeah, you follow the investment. They are getting. They are gearing up to launch. You know, Diablo Immortal. Yep. In like worldwide, but also to China. But also to China, which could you know potentially is a market bigger than anything else they've got. Yeah, it's so, just really disappointing. Yeah, I think that's probably the best words for it. Is that it's disappointing. Um, they could easily. It sounds like they were Blizzard employees doing a Blizzard um, interview with a Blizzard, you know, with a player who won a Blizzard game. So they could really have just not released that interview and been done with it. Yeah, I feel like it could have, I'm, and I'm sure that's how it's happened in the past, where people have said inappropriate or politically unsavory things on camera and just be like, "Cool, we're not broadcasting that." Yeah. So, like, there's a... Because Blizzard actually did a post about it on the official, like, Play Hearthstone blog. Yeah. They disabled comments. Uh-huh. <laughs> I figure they had... These, I probably would have. Yeah. They yeah. knew where it was... Because, obviously, like, it's spilt everywhere else now. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard is very much... Out of control of the narrative. Yes. Everyone's got their sights set on Blizzard right now. But they cited a particular part of their um, code of conduct, their competition rules. Yeah. Uh, P... P1, page 12, section 610... Engaging in any act that, in Blizzard's sole discretion, brings you into public dispute 
offends a portion or group of the public or otherwise damages Blizzard image will result in removal from Grandmasters and reduction of a player's price total to zero US dollars, in addition to other remedies which may be provided for under the handbook and Blizzard's website terms. Okay, yeah. So, like, I mean, that... that... And if they say it offends a portion of the players, they can just say yeah, whoever they want. that's so... That's so loosely worded. Yeah, and they intentionally do yes, lose yes, so they absolutely. Can but I, what what did the interviewers do? Yeah, no, exactly, right? <laughs> they were just doing their job. They and were just there. The player said that, and yeah. they just... And they're collateral now. He's like, what, what, what did they do? To they didn't... Yeah. They couldn't have stopped this from happening. Yeah, what should they yeah, have no. not done? So it's just... It's a messy situation, but it's just honestly... From what I can tell being unfolding over the last few hours... It first entered my Twitter feed probably about six or so hours ago, yeah. So it's really fresh. Um, the sad reality is it, it just sucks. And I know Blizzard are a company, mm-hmm. but also it just is, it feels dirty. It feels gross. It does. It actually... Like I wonder stuff if going would have been banned if he'd come out and with the opposite political sentiment. Right. The stuff, yeah, no, no. The stuff going on it. in Hong Kong right now is uh, not great. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's but uh, that sucks. But we just leave it at not great so that we can still get that sweet Tencent money. Yeah, it'd be yeah. cool, dude. They, can't, they might write that check. You yeah. don't know. they got so much money. Yeah. Like, would you take it, though? Like, it's a lot know. of money. But like, what do I have to do? Just not talk about something? Be okay with what's happening in Hong Kong? Uh, in my heart? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> that's a different... That's I don't a... know. We'll talk zeros. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk zeros. We'll into it. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up, actually, because that's a... I don't really know how much we can say about the story because I feel like the story is more is like it's, I think it's still evolving. It is evolving still, but it is just sort of it makes me feel icky. Yeah, I don't really want to play Blizzard games at the moment. I'm looking at my looking at my sweet Diablo badge that I got from last PAX. It's prior to play some of my land, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. I I legit legit I got an email from JB today, like yeah. with all the upcoming gaming releases. Overwatch was on Switch like thirty nine dollars. Yeah, maybe for thirty nine dollars, but after reading this, nah, I think I'm good. Yeah, but then again, you know, it's it's exact. It's no different than yeah. any other diplomatic soft power. Mm, I guess I know. it's just um, it's like yeah, off hot fields of the stuff that happened with the NBA yep. just a few days ago or just earlier this week. Now Blizzard's fallen into that. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, okay, China's a giant market, and better or worse, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of money there. It just sort of just feels gross. It's yeah, it feels like it should. Maybe we're just not used to it impinging into our yeah, hobby, I, mean, I guess. But... I guess, yeah. Like, because honestly, it's not like this is new. Yeah, the the controversy, like the the shit but going down over there, has been. The, like honestly, the interesting thing is going to be what does this do to impact by their own words, like impact other portions of their market, like yeah, China, like um, Blizzard and StarCraft in particular are massive in South Korea, mm-hmm. have been literally sustained by South Korea. We're heading into BlizzCon soon. Yeah. Um, Overwatch World Cup is going to be running. Yeah, there's As a, a Hong Kong there's team. There's a Hong Kong team. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, I guess, watch that space think... because they Blizzard's put their line in the sand yes. of where they stand and what they believe. And I'll yeah. be really curious to see what the players and the fans mm-hmm. have to say for it. Because, I mean, you might be a gaming company, you might be funded by Tencent now, you might publish, you know all these incredible things but you need players and fans yeah you need people to buy your games yeah and talk about your games although you know that said no they don't they can lose all of their western players and fans and sell to china and come out in front oh it's so gross yeah. <laughs> oh but yeah honestly yeah. i'm like blizzard will be one to keep an eye on over for the next few days to see i won't be surprised if nothing else really comes out of this from them like yeah no may- if i was if i was there i'd be like here's the terms 
cool with that. Maybe the commentators will get something. Will, will, yeah, they might be the, the the peace offering they can get. But they've sacked them. Like, although I think the the official wording was that they've ceased working with them. They're not working with them anymore. Ceased with. working with them. It's been terminated. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine, really. Yeah. But uh, like maybe they'll see the horrible backlash and they'll be like, oh, okay, well maybe those two guys were. Yeah, yeah. It still won't fix the situation because it's a mess and the the it's just yeah like i said twitter's just i've been watching it get picked up by cnet um there's an uh, the article i'm reading from here is bloomberg like it's sort of popping up yeah. everywhere now so yeah, it'll be interesting to watch this develop and see what happens maybe there'll be a follow-up next week i guess we'll see yeah and i guess you'll find out in the next episode of dialogue options if we come out with a nice big <laughs> disclaimer writer yeah praise you Jin- jinping <laughs> oh no <laughs> but it'll be recorded on much nicer equipment yes so you'll true. have that in a much nicer studio probably yeah and in a studio yeah, yeah in a studio a, a full studio we'll be over there probably yeah oh, this, is, this feels really gross <laughs> i'm out uh, look, 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 does, does joel get cut in on steel or i guess it that will depend on joel's opinion it'll depend on joel's uh how strong his sense of morality is i guess yeah that's right <laughs> That's right. He uh, can he can let me know on one of my five iPhone <laughs> Uh Well, in that case, I think it's time to roll into the outro. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it. And thank you for joining me, Brendan Hill. Oh, no worries. Absolutely stoked to be here, talk, as ever. Talking Control. Yep. Talking Final it. Fantasy. Then, yeah, enjoying it. Looking forward to PAX. It's going to really be a good time. Just need to get there. Just skip the next two days, probably, and just be yep. there. Uh, as always, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are just Dialogue Options. Uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it's Podbean, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever one, chuck us a like, subscribe, review, whatever it is. It uh, definitely makes a difference. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at X, where most recently, let's have a quick check, I think I retweeted, besides the Blizzard stuff, I retweeted about <clears throat> John Wick Hex. It hmm. comes out tomorrow yeah. on PC, which breaks my heart, because yeah. I may as well not buy it yet, because I'm about to leave the house for yeah. like nearly a week. Um... But that basically is a game that's just like, hey, you should really buy this game because it's like strategy John Wick. I'm like, it's a pretty good sell. Yeah. And then someone was just like, also Austin Wintery does the soundtrack. Ooh. Like, well, I'm in. Like, yeah. you got me. You like, got I can't, in. I can't get out of that. But no, that's what I've been tweeting about. Uh, where can I find you, Brendan? You can find me at Brendigo with a zero at the end. Um, haven't, at- haven't remedied that yet. Sorry, haven't, no. Haven't uh, gone off of the, the original Brendigo. No, no luck, no luck finding. I'll get there. <laughs> Um, I haven't actually been tweeting a lot recently, but um, get back into the swing of things. But yeah, if you find if you enjoy the show, chuck a like at the show itself would be a huge help. It it means a lot. Um, well, in that case, a lot of wonderful outro. See us out, and we will catch you guys next week.
Dialogue Options Podcast.